cool. We have few talk number 20. We're now in the 2020, so. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, man, the last one that we did, it was the Zoom one. And that one kind of uh-huh. acted weird on my system. I yeah. Did uh-huh. you ever watch a little bit of that? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's like choppy and stuff. So. But in a way, I kind of like watching myself talk. would kind of trip me out to watch yeah. it too much. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just catch a little bit. Uh, you know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really go back and watch those Zoom ones. But these I'll just go back and listen to just because like two of the last five I got uh-huh. like way too drunk. Yeah. No, well, maybe it was just one of them. One of them I got too drunk. And the other one I like kind of had. For clarity like, there to yeah. make sure you didn't make any <laughs> damning mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. It's always yeah. good. I think like the the two ago we were chatting about like fired stories, like how we got fired from the city because uh-huh. we were both working for the city of Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'll take those out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you can like um, like mute a, mute a section or pull out a section. Yeah, I can just video. Yeah, chop yeah, it yeah. out. I mean, I haven't really done that much just because. Uh-huh. It sucks to have to go back and like listen and take the time to uh-huh. edit. So sure, but I mean, I, I already like this more though from the Zoom stuff. Like the Zoom is nice, but it's easier. Uh huh. You're not talking over people. You're not sure. I don't know having technical issues like the internet drops or whatever. Uh huh. It's like that a lot more body keys. And you can just have like a regular conversation yeah. <laughs> instead of. I know that that internet thing of like waiting. I, I, I okay like it's yeah. Like through. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Fuck that, I'm just gonna do this. But it's been nice. I think we're gonna have one of the other guys who was on it. Uh mm-hmm. Derek who plays bass, maybe like next week or something, but definitely still trying to branch out. Probably just do every one that I had on the Zoom calls. Sure. And then maybe branch out of that. Huh? I don't know. I don't wanna get too many like random people at my house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta take it take it up slowly. But I mean uh-huh. I feel like Usually I have my desk right here, and I figured out how to reorganize it to have a little bit more room to sit in here. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, hopefully people keep listening out there. What, what are you working on lately with your stuff? Um, yeah, I was actually trying this weekend to finish uh, a, a new song for, uh, nice. um, you know, just a new song I'm working on or whatever. I thought in a way, too, maybe the timing would have been good, but nice. it just it didn't work out that I didn't finish <laughs> it, but I tried. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much would still have to like put the video together and uh and do the the singing, but yeah. the instruments are done, which dang nice. But yeah, um, you know, I ran into some uh some you know guitar licks. I had to sit back and go mm. okay, let me try that again, and and so uh yeah, you know whatever. So I figure now uh, when you say is there anything you want to plug, I'll say hey. Yeah, uh, coming up soon. Probably like Friday or something. I'll probably nice. probably be done. Um, and then I'm also going to play through, uh, just like a solo acoustic guitar thing. This yes song called mood for a day. Um, I don't know if you ever heard that. I've heard yes. Uh, you know, the song roundabout is like kind of the most popular one. Probably, yeah. Right. Uh, the album fragile that that's from, there's a song called mood for a day. It's, it's just like a solo acoustic guitar thing. It's kind of like okay. uh, flamenco or, or, or classical. I probably remember if I've, I've heard that a lot of them a couple times. Yeah. Like that album a lot. Um, so Steve Howe is like probably my favorite guitarist mm. of all time. Um, and has he been in another band or no, just that not band. really just that early. Yes. Stuff okay. to me. Um, you know, even honestly, as he got older, he got kind of into like line six modeling stuff and, mm. and his playing and his tone. I don't I don't even like as much, but that like <laughs> yeah. classic 70s Steve nice. Howe, man, Sounds was good. a beast. Um, 
and so he would play like in a way kind of like you know yes kind of had these like rock moments kind of jazzy things and then yeah. like classical sections so this was like just kind of solo classical guitar and i thought it would like um i could uh um, cool within like uh, a week of the full song i'll have like you know the full song all the instruments all nice. that good stuff but something kind of still like a more of a solo instrument yeah. thing that's just cool it's it's fun to play nice um also i i mean i i just got um you know into recording my acoustic guitar with uh with two microphones using like the large diaphragm and small diaphragm at the same time. Are those both just, um, so I want to give that a go. So I know that like a large diaphragm was the small one still uh -huh. the same shape or are you using like a pencil? Kind it's kind of, kinda, it's kind of more like a, a pencil or something okay, like that. Nice. Um, and I, I guess it, it kind of gets more like the, the quick transients off of like mm -hmm. those kind of things a little, a little better. So, uh, blending it is nice. I did it once or twice on like a short little nice. Instagram thing just for, you know, a, a mm -hmm. minute. Like those are kind of like my, my mix practicing, honestly, <laughs> yeah. at this point. I, I did a lot just of those where I was like, yeah, yeah cause it's just, good. you know, exactly. Get a sound right yeah. now going and, and just do it. So it kind of forces you to, to, to kind of, I guess, yeah. think quickly and make decisions. And in a way, if, if you're only mixing like just your voice and piano, I've found that like more difficult than a lot of instruments. Because in a way, just voice and piano, I feel like it's so exposed. It's I don't know if you you would disagree on certain mixes, but when when things are very open, I, I don't know. Maybe I I just have a tendency to want to overfill spaces with more layers and instruments, but. I find that harder to mix because it's like if there's little yeah. things bothering me, I mean, they're right there. Stick and that's out all more, you yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the plus side of that is like if you can do it well or like you, if you get it well mixed, you have that intimate an intimacy of it kind of being naked in the lower register, like just not super soundy or whatever. But one of our songs, when we played it or mixed it, you can just see the waveform. It's like really quiet and it's just piano mm. and vocals. Yeah. And then eventually it gets bigger, but it's just kind of weird. I was like, man, should we have turned that up more? Or like, what could we have done to sort of make it fit in the whole song and not feel so naked? So and see, and you would think that would be like the easier yeah. they're done, right? And it's like kind of tricky it's almost. Just weird. Yeah. Because sure, the, the volume of different sections bothers me all yeah. the time, man. I'm like, <laughs> should I let them? I got to automate that? Or was that enough? Too uh, much? I don't know. You know. What What are you, uh, with your new one, have you done any new stuff like? Have you, have you added any new instruments or? Well, I was I was hoping to. I'm actually learning an instrument that I mean, in a way, I was I was gonna maybe not like leave us as a surprise until I was ready to make it into a, mm -hmm. a video somewhere. But sure, it can be. A, I'm trying to learn to play violin a little bit. Dang, nice. Um, I started that a, a while ago, and honestly, I haven't touched it in like a month mm -hmm. or so, probably now, and I probably need to. But I almost, in general, with with like. I feel like when you're learning any instrument, like it's all music. So yeah. I kind of found that it's helped me a little bit with guitar in, in mm. the way I like uh, finger, like whatever, if I were to do uh, like a, a sweet picking thing, the way I would approach the arpeggio. And, Cause to honestly, like, I don't know if you ever tried it. I had never tried it before in my life until a few months ago, but when yeah. you're holding that thing on your neck, you really have to try to curl your fingers around. And like, I guess it maybe has helped. Um, just like doing that with the guitar. Yeah, get like that dexterity to like yeah. continue to make sure you're getting on the tip of your finger and just good technique. So yeah, I have one because my brother played it in high school, mm -hmm. and so he it was just sitting in his closet. He wasn't playing, so I was like, I'll mess around with it. Yeah, and I tried it a little bit, but 
I don't know. It didn't stick. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't stick with it. It's, it's like kind of that's like my fun thing at this point. Honestly, if I can, at some point, I would probably the last thing I would I would get of like a different instrument maybe would be like a saxophone or something. Dang, nice. Like I don't know, like maybe two years out from now, yeah. I could see myself grabbing one or something and just giving That'd it a sick. try for fun or whatever. It would be fun. I probably will. Have you played any of that in your music saxophone uh, stuff? No. I, I mean, I pretty much most of my life I, I played. Uh, guitar and drums Your stuff, yeah. and then I got into the keyboards kind of yeah. you know recently and I, I do like that you know but yeah I want to get some saxophone on something there's like one song that it might sound good on but I've been listening to songs from the big chair by tears for fears lately mm-hmm. there's like a lot of good saxophone on that and then I mean a bunch of the steely dance stuff just has like sax yeah. you know, stuff uh-huh. from Asia and uh, roll scam uh, so that would be sick. It would little, be fun. A little sax, yeah. I, I think it would be probably really... I mean, the violin is so hard. <laughs> I, yeah. The first week... Because there's no, like, frets or anything on it, no. right? It's, like, a fretless. And it's it's not... And, and even more so, the bow was so scratchy. I was like, dude, it, I'm out of tune. It's, it's so like, scratchy. Eh. Like, I thought, like, all right, sure, I will be. But, like, yeah. you know, after a day... You no, know, I really was more like, you know, I, I had it for a few weeks and messed mm-hmm. with it for a little while. And yeah. then I said, okay... There's a little bit, and and I got myself to a point where I was like, okay, it, you know, I sound all right, but if I realistically, you know, when you record it, it's gonna be like, wow, there's good guitar <laughs> and good stuff, and then like, yeah, so I'm, I'll spare yeah. people the that stuff of being like, well, that's nice that you tried, but yeah, you do appreciate. That. I have a lot more respect for like string players, like classical string players. Yeah. It's yeah, it's I mean, it's very. Um, Hard to get a good tone. Getting vibrato going is is tough. Um, staying in tune. I mean, um, sure. I, I mean, there's a because I thought uh, it was gonna be easy, just like guitar or something. Which, like, kind of it is, just because you know you have your string. It's the tighter, the shorter it gets, it gets more. You know, you're going uh-huh. up with the chromatic scale. Yeah. So it's like kind of easy to play, but yeah, getting a good sound is kind of like playing guitar for the first time. But I feel like guitar was a little yeah. easier. Well, you know, there's. A, I mean. For sure, it kind of made me remember that compared to piano, I mean, guitar was still rough in the beginning, too. It's kind of for the same reasons. You really aren't strong enough to press down the strings. Yeah. It sounds bad. It, it's like thin and, and, and out of tune and, and mm-hmm. clanking against the fret. Just all those bad, you know, uh, the guitar hero noise when you fail, right? Yeah. All those clinks and yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I tried to get my mom to return my guitar when I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I asked for... Uh, in Christmas, my senior year of high school, and I tried to play it, and it just sounded like shit. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, can you return this and get me something else for mm. <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> and she was like, oh. I was like, yeah, we'll get around to it. Uh-huh. And then, you know, one day she, like, walks by my room and she's like, are you playing your guitar? I'm like, no. I still want to return it. But then I just slowly kept, you know, playing a little bit of a melody here, trying to learn it. And then I feel like once you get familiar with how to make a single note sound good, Mm-hmm. that's kind of like the entryway to where you can start playing anything just with time. You know, it's all about just sure. getting the lick down or whatever. But as long as you can play one single note, record and hit it well, that's really mm-hmm. like the sort of you know key to get into guitar. Yeah, like uh, those bar chords, man, in the beginning. Oh, yeah. are those? I mean, they, in a way, they still kind of are pain in the ass. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just your wrist burning from, like, trying to get that, you know, I'm working on my G major bar yeah, chord. And, uh, have you seen those guitars that have a bent neck? 
They make them in Austin, like one. You know company what? I does. think you told me about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't. I, I might have forgot to ever look that. They're up. probably really expensive because you uh-huh. have to get it like custom made, custom order. But I mean, I think they have a couple of the guitars, but for the bass, I feel like it's kind of been more known just since it's once you're getting down here, like. Mm. trying to do anything like that is probably going to hurt you in the long run so yeah it just gives you a couple of degrees of tension relief. oh man before this weekend i hadn't played bass in a couple months too i was like stretching my hand again i was like okay <laughs> i mean but then i guess in a way then I, I went to guitar next and i felt like oh cool okay yeah, yeah, you know? easy, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah cool. i i haven't been working on too much new music right now we're getting ready for a show mm-hmm. on april 17th that come and take it because we're gonna have one the night that it snowed on sure. that sunday i think it was valentine's night uh but yeah like the bands from out of town so they didn't want to drive because of the snow and then the venue was just like ah, oh, we'll just call it off that sure. way sure that was rough well, it was like big accidents and yeah stuff, yeah so. probably would have been stuff like that happening so yeah it was for the best but they, they hooked us up with a show on the mm. 17th so we're gonna be playing there i think right now in the pit it's mask optional Mm-hmm. Which you know, if you want to go in that area, there's like a mask area and a non-mask area. But oh, so you can like go hang out at a show. Yeah, yeah, you can like yeah, kind of go nice. in front of the pit and stuff if you you know if you want to uh-huh. go if you can. But uh, yeah, we've just been getting getting ready for that. But sure, I don't know. These days, I definitely like the composing more. You know, uh-huh. just like recording it, getting it down. Sure. Have you done any live stuff? Um. I'm, uh, live live yeah uh no not really i mean i've, I've played um my guitar at mm-hmm. open mics while i was like more learning piano so in a way too i'm like dang nice kind of like yeah not really practicing these songs just go um somewhere in, in north austin nice um and i haven't obviously since the pandemic even done that in a while was so it pretty chill though um yeah it was cool cool yeah. environment everyone was cool you know nice. but um in a way, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm like, don't even remember what I wanted yeah. to play. I'm like, I don't even care, honestly. I'm like, uh, but I'm also going up there to practice. I was, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's more like I, I'm, I want to go probably play piano, but it, I really can't like bring it. Like, first of all, I wouldn't go to some place like that probably and be like, I'm the only one with a keyboard. Let me go plug that in. Yeah, like, it's not like my acoustic guitar, and I could just play, right? I'm like, hold on, I need special treatment. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna be like a diva. I'm just gonna yeah, go up and play a couple there. songs. Have have a few beers nice. and, and call it or whatever. But uh, really then I was getting more, you know, um, into the piano. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually just got after I, well, I had done as I planned the, the Moonlight Sonata thing. Yeah. And I then I started to realize when I was learning some other stuff, I'm like, I have run out of keys. <laughs> I had a, uh, oh, a 61, 61 key That's what I have right now. synth action thing. And I finally said... I'm really like liking playing, yeah. you know, with two hands, having the room. So I went out and I got like an 88 key uh, M Audio controller so close with, to getting with the weighted one, keys, um, so that it feels has the feel of, of the grand. And when you use like those contact libraries with yeah. the different sensitivity layers, you know now. So you have weighted. It's yeah, and so now. I can like press lightly into the weighted and get a nice soft tone, or I could really, you know, yeah. have to kind of bear down and, and press hard Damn. or whatever so it really has made it even more enjoyable you know and i can really like um i i utilized it yeah. <laughs> for this song i found a nice a for nice new song run. you're working on yeah i found i found um you know some of those like double octave kind of things you play low that you're like fuck i wish i had yeah. that note it would be like you know um so 
there's kind of that and then like a run that goes up and down that uses like kind of the whole nice. range or whatever in the middle of it. So there's um Dang. you know, good stuff and I'm I'm I've been really liking playing that thing. I it has been in a way difficult to adjust to synth action to the weight. Mm-hmm. But um I mean I, Just I like really, the synths aren't as poppy, like when you're playing synth stuff. Well, or? well, a synth, like because my dad, you know, has played keyboards mm-hmm. for like forever, and um, and he actually uses like a stand that has three keyboards. Oh, wow. he went and he played with with people, which you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's getting older, but in the past he would bring all that shit, Dang. and he would play right like synths, organs, pianos. He plays mm-hmm. all keyboard sounds. I I really kind of like piano music and the piano. But, yeah. But he, you know, uh, very much likes the, the early '70s prog bands, nice. so all those type of synth solos you've ever heard. Oh, like, yeah. You know, um, so you'll hear him in the other room with the Moog synth or something like. Dang. Um, playing, you know, those whatever Keith Emerson things or, or Genesis or whatever. Um, but so he'll tell me like a synth you you really want like a lot of those keys actually are like the flat ones at the top, uh, and there's nothing underneath it at all. Kind of does that make sense? You know, just like the way you press like down. Like when you look at like the a... front of the keyboard. Yeah. Uh, like on a piano, you would see the front of the key. On a synth, a lot of a lot of them are kind of like just a, a plastic thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think mine has that. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna let you play those those type of synth solos um, a lot quicker. Or? A lot quicker, and and you want like a, some of them have a thing called aftertouch where you would like press it down you more. Have like a sensor in there where you press it down more. And now it might do the vibrato for you instead of the mod wheel. Yeah. So that he can play like organ with his left hand, synth with his right, and he doesn't need to like bend. You could bend notes like that too. Yeah, with so, that nice. So you can kind of just multitask because yeah. a lot of those guys um, from those type of bands were playing. Yeah. Not even <laughs> looking the like their hands across the keyboard. <laughs> on the left side keyboard on the right side i have like 10 around me i can just move my yeah. hands around and 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 play all these parts Damn. in the studio that were probably overdubbed at the same time so um so, so then you, you would say the organ has like for like those you know those kind of like sploozy type of slides yeah you do across like again those are like more like semi-weighted so they they have the the front of the full key you can yeah. kind of see it but the weight to it is only kind of very very little and and for an organ that's actually like ideal and then, then the piano, I guess, with yeah. the mallets and all the tension in it just has that. But so. you, have you found out, have you found that it holds you back at all from playing stuff that you were playing before or anything? Or have you? Um, sure. So actually then, to, I almost forgot where I was going with the reason I was talking <laughs> about my dad is that he has one of uh, one of each on those oh, uh, triple nice. stands. So his lower keyboard is kind of a, a Yamaha 88 keys, mm-hmm. fully weighted. Middle thing is like a Roland organ semi-weighted and yeah and the top thing is like a a korg synth um so so he would say that like when i was asking like yeah what you know i mean i pretty much do the piano like the piano if i was gonna play a synth i mean i could do it on that and fine but it would be like just because the song wanted it or or whatever Mm -hmm. um but what i really like is like again the the nuances of playing piano i like listening to to pianists that i like or you know, and, and catching those little things of like, I like the way he, he paused before he went to the next section. Yeah. Or maybe you would just go, uh, or or whatever, quiet, loud. All and those for, and for that feeling, have you found it's just uh, it seems different. a lot better. And like the and like the computer knows what to do with the input better too. Okay. Because I think with the with no weight to the key, I think it always kind of thinks you're hitting it real hard. Yeah, like there's the velocity curves, but still it's like... And with this, I've it kind of... Really like you have that, like, I even have... Uh, a lot of times I notice I almost press the wrong key, and the key is, like, about to be, like, starting to go down. I like that, and yeah. And with the weight, I can kind of, like, pull back. 
you know, it gives it more feel because the only thing I notice and what's really interesting about it to me compared to guitar, and, and maybe you find this true too, is that like guitar with the vibrato and the bending, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole like dimension of expressiveness that now suddenly on piano you don't really have. Mm-hmm. And so like creating the illusion of like long sustained notes, you know, with, with using the pedal at the right yeah. times or like finding in in rhythm and in and in dynamics mm-hmm. and in being quiet and loud like how to replace not you don't miss that yeah know? because in a way you totally are missing that whole thing because mm-hmm. guitar has those things too so it almost is like piano is in a way at a disadvantage in that aspect so, yeah um so then you really are listening to people for like how they're controlling the volume more and, and stuff in the time yeah they're dynamic and i find that just very interesting because guitar i got really into sometimes being you know, wide, over-aggressive vibrato yeah. shit that probably, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. If it was like a session thing, they'd be like, yeah, that's yeah. not quite, yeah. <laughs> you know, too Dang. much Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, well, I gotta got get one of those now, damn. Sounds but nice. that's why, like you said, with starting guitar and, and violin, tough. Piano, in a way, I do think, you know, I could sit with somebody's grandma and say, this is a C major scale, and yeah. this is a C major triad, and if it's we go to the F, yeah. you know, and then back to C, all of a sudden, you would sound like you were doing something, like, right there, with yeah. you, you know? Um, so That's what I tell people, it's definitely the most accessible yeah. instrument, because it's just chromatic, it's all there, you know? And, and you can mm-hmm. just press, that's the one advantage keyboard has of guitars, you can press it and get the note. Sure. Whereas a guitar, you kind of have to arm your note in a sense and yeah. then strum it and so that's why like losing a little bit of that kind of like and physicality can, and stuff yeah. is, is interesting it's weird you can do two you know get a few going or you get your bass line and like how do you be as expressive with boop. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah exactly getting getting those kind of parts moving yeah. using what you can do with your two hands I, I even think you know like i said with the violin helping guitar that piano may have, have kind of helped my tapping and, mm-hmm. and like uh, mm-hmm. finger picking you know i love I'm, tapping sure and and i always did but uh, you know um i always i don't know sometimes i would have trouble getting the right articulation yeah. i think i get it a little better now you know sometimes i'd tap and and be like ah, it doesn't just, sound right but you know that can be also like um those type of things i've talked about with editing the crap out of yeah. stuff and being like that's not quite the right note it. let me just go ahead and so. I think I think Halo Two. I've said this before. I think Halo Two helped my guitar playing because uh-huh. I was getting my hand-eye coordination, and then I felt like I just started messing around with guitar. My kind of my brain was already in that, you know, uh-huh. sort of. What age did you start? Guitar? Yeah. Probably seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, you learn from anybody or anything? No, yeah, no. Yeah. I just started playing around. Like I said, I just started to figure out melodies instead of chords. Uh huh. Just one note at a time, and then I kind of figured out, oh, this is a chord and stuff like that. So, see, my thing, in a way, because uh, I probably, I mean, you know, maybe it was like twelve, thirteen. I started to like learn. I got a guitar, yeah, and you know, my dad knew like a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, so he he showed me some just like those basic type of chords that you know we all know and love you yeah know, like open position e minor e major <laughs> yeah. right you know uh maybe g is like a tricky one if yeah. you're feeling like wow weak to a playing guitar one, yeah. see if you can handle it um and like the major scale and stuff and then sometimes he would like play chords for me and let me kind of jam or whatever but nice. in a way at some point i do feel like i got into that guitar thing of like playing shapes you know mm. what I mean? um which kind of now 
playing other instruments, thinking about how they all fit together yeah. is like so harmful, you know, in the long term, maybe. For learning. <laughs> you know, I kind of wish I hadn't gotten kind of too much into like different boxes and, and I'm mm-hmm. going to play up and down that shape and, and through this because, um, you know, it's I mean, it, it'll sound like music, but it, in a way it's not that musical. It's, yeah. it's kind of like playing Legos or something with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely like a, a science behind it, though, to where if you figure out, you know, those nice sort of movements mm. and all that, you can really get a jump start on, I guess, your songwriting abilities. But, but it's weird because I never used to play piano, so it didn't matter really what the notes are. So yeah. I wouldn't like think about them at all. Mm. And that's why, like, you know. Uh, it's then, more of like an innocent source of your songwriting. Yeah, yeah it was like then all of a sudden I was like, I have to add another instrument to this. And. I don't know what I did on that one. Yeah. It's like, so then to have to translate was like, oh shit. And that's why I realize now where you're like, you know, uh, <laughs> times where I was probably like 15 and someone's like, oh, well, what was it? I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just, you know, like whatever. <laughs> I did the, yeah. did the thing here on the, on the eight and the nine. Like, come on, man. Sometimes you discover like cool chords like that, yeah. you know, like cool jazz. Chords oh yeah, and absolutely. I've done that a lot. Just like, what happens if I do this? Like, that's oh. where all my chords ever came yeah. from that I always ever, <laughs> I had this thing where I was like, I guess, I don't know, like, I mean, it makes sense anyway. I guess this is how chords work. But see, this is the whole thing that's so yeah. stupid. It's like music can be very simple. And then either because you're trying to, like, overthink it, mm-hmm. you can make it too complicated. Or because you don't know enough, it seems like it must be so complicated. Yeah. And you don't realize that it's just a little effort. It's, like, not that bad. Yeah, it's not that So, like, um because I would play random notes from the scale shapes that I knew mm-hmm. and figure they probably would, like, work, right? But, you know, I didn't, like, uh, nobody would say, like, yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would play, like, a ninth chord or something or, like, a weird voicing yeah, that's, like, like not. That good. And, yeah, and be like, wow, that's so much. You know, playing the same bar chord 150 yeah. times, you're like, all right, this shit sucks. <laughs> I'm, like, tired of it. I really, I want to do something, you know. Um, yeah, the jazz chords are where it's at, man. I'm, like, trying to get more into that. I've, I mean, I... I've learned a bunch of them, but I've kind of forgotten them just because I haven't used them in songs a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even just listening to Stilly Dan, a lot of the, just the little changes and like really quick little jazz chords they yeah. throw in to kind of weave mm-hmm. through the whole song. It's like, man, got to just like focus on putting more of those in some songs. I mean, see that type of stuff. Um, you still working on that know. one cover you're saying, right? Or- uh, yeah. You know what? I haven't had a chance to let my dad sing it. Like all of the playing I, I did is, is done. But, uh, it was the you know, when caves, the, right? What's that? What was the song again? Uh, um, <clears throat> don't take me alive. Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. But you know, I always feel like I'm I'm learning like I don't know, ten things songs at the same yeah. time. <laughs> so I uh, I kind of really since I finished like my last full YouTube song, I really went and kind of did more like Instagram posts that mm. were short because I found myself um, kind of in a mode for a while where I was like, all right, like the last song, maybe, you know, um, first of all, in the beginning each week, I'd be learning a lot more about piano because I'd be going from like literally just starting out yeah. in like, you know, C major, um, to, you know, adding more and more of it to songs. A big fuck this, this stuff, getting more <laughs> layers. There's like a million, you yeah. know, uh, all of a sudden like singing one part dry yeah. sounded a little, you're just not learning the one instrument. You're trying to figure them all out, right. For the, those covers. Yeah. Stuff so it's doing. like, um, you know, I'm like, damn, you know, I gotta like, sometimes I'll, I'll want to add all these harmonies and now I'm like singing it is like, you know, like tr- a folder of tracks like damn. that big of just that. So I'm like, 
all right, this is getting bigger and bigger. I want it to go into like, can I mix one voice still? Can I mix yeah. the piano still and play more. for a little while? And and each time I was learning some of those things, like sometimes I find like a little section of a song can be useful, mm-hmm. um, especially if you can say, oh, you know, this person is basically kind of just playing around like the notes of that chord. Yeah. Um. So then you can kind of just say, cool, that's like in, in there somewhere and somewhere along the line, if, if, if somewhere um, an idea of that vein fits or whatever, then, yeah, you, you know, I can kind of just say like, I have, I don't know, you don't even really think about it that much, I guess, right? You mm-hmm. just practice stuff and, and do it. But it's like, yeah, it's kind of just through osmosis. Like you're just yeah. throwing it into your brain. That's why we're, we're working on some covers right now and I really haven't been big on covers because it's like, oh, I need to finish the stuff I'm working on first. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice because it's like a just sort of a breath of fresh air, mm. kind of get into a different songwriter's mind and just play it, and it's all there. So we've been messing around with Head Over Hills. Uh, we're messing around with Uprising the other day, mm. <laughs> which sounded funny. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Boys of Summer. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Do, do you find yourself liking the covers more lately or equally your own stuff and the covers? Um, well... See, I I've been finding that I'm I'm in a I'm in a kind of a um a place that's like now I'm starting to work on on that like you know this is an original song that I'm I'm about to do I guess probably like this week mm-hmm. uh, we'll say Friday <laughs> I think I can make it by then so uh, you know uh, I really just you know the mix I already kind of like actually like I I got a chance to let my dad hear it and nice. he, he liked it so it's it's an original song um you know and in a way, I tended originally to kind of um, stay on the simpler side, but when yeah. I got the eighty-eight um, key keyboard, I take it, it out went, for a ride. Well, it went from <laughs> it went from being this um, this kind of simple little little thing, um, yeah. where those parts ended up just becoming like verses and choruses, and then I found in the middle section, I, I kind of took stuff I learned from like. Um, just everything I'm working on with piano all the time, but also like specifically, I had just finished. Um, doing the Beethoven thing mm. and felt like that was kind of eye opening for me, especially seeing the way he uses like chord inversions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those parts, you know, it's like if, if you, um, the beginning of the third movement of that, which is like the fast one, uh, maybe you've heard that it's like, um, of, of the Moonlight Sonata. There's like, a there's three parts to it. There's the one I played is the first one. Then there's like a two minute little thing. That's like a D flat major kind of mm-hmm. like almost like a happy upbeat yeah. thing. And then it goes back into like the dark minor thing, mm-hmm. like fast now, like almost like, you know, triple the speed of the intro, but it's very like similar ideas to what he plays in the first one. So that he almost made the middle one, like uh, a break for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, now we're back. Um, and a lot of like the beginning thing is like a fast run, but it's all, it's like C sharp minor, just all the way up. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, never really would think to take advantage of, of versions uh, something stuff. like that. You know, like um, my dad would say, like when he was starting out, we would play uh, these songs, like, you know, real easy songs, A to the G chord, to the D chord. And he would say, you know, all right, cool. Like now I would start to play different inversions because it was boring to just mm-hmm. put my hand in the same place every time I'm playing the organ, just like, yeah, just hold my <laughs> hand down, just waiting switch a long it up. time. So, um, you know, that's why eventually then when he got more into other music, now you know your triads. So then um, 
And a big benefit to me is that like he plays. If he didn't play, yeah. I wouldn't know fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's the one. For, that's the, that's the whole thing that's funny to me is I'm you didn't play like music in school or anything or uh, like no. You know what's funny? I kind of got off the hook because I mean I, I like draw sometimes mm-hmm. um, and and painted or whatever more in like how like I went. Uh, more to school I took like art classes oh, okay. uh, so I started was... off taking music and I thought like I don't get theory oh, yeah. at, at, at like you know as like a 17 18 year old kid fresh out of high school I was like I don't understand theory yeah. this shit's stupid like I wish I paid more attention at my school, classmates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like want to all skip class or something yeah. hang out or whatever I'm like, alright whatever we're all smoke cigarettes out and just say Dude. you know so like whatever then I found it like difficult I just wasn't like um, you know uh I, I didn't think I got it. I didn't understand yeah. it, and I, and I probably lacked the maturity to to appreciate. It. So I I found that art classes were like easier. And and in school, I always would you know I as a young kid for some reason I, I found playing music like I don't know kind of embarrassing that like everyone would be kind of like watching or or listening. Whereas like, again like drawing is like a very like I could just draw. Yeah. And then I show you when it's done, and you can say I like it, and yeah. that's cool. But then I'm gonna go. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, well, that's kind of what the songwriting process is, or, like, I guess recording, yeah, kind of for me. It's, like, you can kind of work on this thing and then show it to the world, let it sell out. Well, because that's, like, you know, for years, I mean, I made music just for fun, and I, I even, like, when I when I, I put them on Instagram, it's, like, all right, I know someone's going to maybe take a mm-hmm. look at them and listen, but, like, um, in a way, I, 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 I never stopped necessarily even feeling like I find even now in a way like uh being on camera kind of <laughs> embarrassing in a way a little bit I'm, I'm kind of you know um you know I don't mind having a conversation yeah. but overall I'm pretty introverted I guess that's why I like recording I like yeah. doing those things you know yeah well luckily that's that's why I like the doing the podcast like this too like without mm. the camera without the live stream aspect because you can kind of just like you can concentrate more on the conversation sure you're not, you don't have distractions and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, eventually we do want to add the camera. That's why I, that's why I threw it mm-hmm. up there to see how the angle would look. I would need like, I would need another wide, wider <laughs> angle lens to get both of us in there. And then, you know, I would want another two cameras there to kind of get the close-ups. Sure. Or even I could probably just do it all with close-ups or whatever, but I don't know. I feel like right now it probably doesn't add much to the conversation, you know? Um, and like, you know, when um, I listen to podcasts and stuff. Even if it's video, I don't watch the video usually. It's mm-hmm. kind of from doing dishes or folding sure. clothes or on the road. See, it's 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 hard for me to because I I don't listen to podcasts a lot, mm-hmm. but I do like I've always kind of liked Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? I always watch some of that stuff. Sometimes yeah. uh, I'll admit maybe the video does help. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. For me, but yeah. I, I can't speak for everybody. But in a way, I, maybe I do like to see people having mm-hmm. the conversation or. Um, but I don't know. That it gets depends. a little bit more into it. Yeah. I've, it's, I mean, I mean, odds are at that moment, I'll probably be taking a shit. With yeah. my phone like this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, it's been a while since I've listened to the uh-huh. Joe Rogan podcast, but even when I last did like a few months ago, it was an even longer time before that, that I watched the video of his. So yeah, uh-huh. I guess it's just the person or, you know, what you're doing, but yeah. I, I mean, like d- I say, if you're doing the dishes, obviously you're probably yeah. not going to be like, gee, I wonder what the conversation is. But I'm, I'm like. more in tune with what yeah. they're talking about. It's like I'm sure. sitting on the couch and I have it on the TV, like your YouTube. You know, sure. Plans. It's like you're getting the visual. You're seeing, like I was saying, like kind of what we're getting now. Uh-huh. It's like 
very subliminal physical cues, eye cues. It's sure. like you're kind of getting that in the conversation too. So something we'll probably add down the line, but I definitely think honing in on just the audio aspect is a well, sure. Cause I mean, its own. for sure, first of all, in 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 person you don't have to like wonder when to talk with latency yeah so yeah that that makes a big difference and um and i don't know most people i I really don't even listen i'd probably listen to music and then if i didn't feel like listening to music i would probably like sit in the car in silence because i'll just whatever just be kind of more zen about it yeah it's it's basically just either it's a music time or it's not yeah not up for it yeah that's how i've been lately it's like i don't really listen to music in the car that Mm. much Sometimes I just want to like hear the silence, the yeah. ocean sounds of the road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't listen to many podcasts. Probably like Joe Rogan was one of the ones I listened to. Mm. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Yeah, nothing really. I mean, maybe at the, out of a while I was listening uh, to the Adam Carolla podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty good because he kind of, he's been in it for a while. So he has like a good little system down. He has some good sure. guests. Um other than that, I was binging opening Anthony for a while. You ever heard of them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, the, yeah, all their old like radio shows are on, uh-huh. on YouTube. So it's like them, uh, Jim Norton, I think is the other comic, Patrice O'Neill. And they'll have like, guess like Bill Burr and stuff, but you that's, say you like audio books too? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since uh-huh. I've listened, but I've gotten into like some history ones like George Washington is what uh-huh. I'm listening to right now. See, that's for some reason, I guess this is like a, a more of like a me thing because I, again, I probably have either would have like, I don't know, even years where I haven't read yeah. a goddamn book. And then a little <laughs> while where I'm like, wow, I read a couple and it was pretty exciting. And uh, then I'll, you know, on and off. But I, I've never gotten into the audiobook thing. I've never thought like, gee, maybe I would, li- I don't know, just either probably, yeah. Like well, see, see, for me, the only audiobooks that I've listened to are like nonfiction or history or uh-huh. biographies. Because I feel at that point, I'm just kind of getting the knowledge of it yeah and then i'm sort of reflecting on it in my head but i've never had an audiobook to where it reads me the story i i feel like that's kind of sacrilegious in the the whole literature thing it's like you kind of want to read the words and kind of you know think of the tones and stuff in your head i don't know well that is i mean sure i guess that is a nice thing about reading (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's been a long ass time since i've read though yeah I've been I've been more uh, binging. That's well, why I even like try to tread carefully over that because like I don't you know I don't read that yeah. much so I don't want to be like I like reading a lot. I'm great. <laughs> I have lots of books, guys. If if you could see my bookshelf at home right now, you would know that there's actually a lot of books there. Yeah. <laughs> you know there was a thing, man. I, I saw this is totally kind of out of left field, but there was a thing where they were talking about how people now with the you know coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, news people at home when they're doing their their stuff for a while yeah. like that over Zoom they were like showing how many people were trying to be like bookshelf yeah this is my bookshelf spot. yeah I'm the authoritative person to tell you about everything that I'm about to tell you about man the the whole thing with that stuff the audio man like I get like you're at home and some people mm-hmm. have webca- webcams but audio is just so underappreciated sure like with all these uh, you know new changes in our post COVID world with uh, the the reporters from home, it's like, man, can't you get like a nice mic or something? It's uh-huh. like, it sounds so bad. It sounds like you're talking in the restroom. You know? sure. Obviously, you're not, but you're getting that like <laughs> locker room well, echo. You know what? And that's why, like, kind of we were talking about with the, uh, oh, is that the, you know, the shore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like people at home, 
uh, when they're not into music or anything like that and recording and stuff, they probably don't don't give a, yeah. a shit about yeah. any of that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is the microphone I had laying on the table. Yeah. Got it at the five dollar store. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, these, like these days, I mean, you can get, you can get away with some cheap audio stuff. But my my friend showed me my old roommate showed me a student film one time, uh-huh. and the camera was whatever you know, it was okay. It was just sure. like some digital camera, but the audio was just so bad. Like the worst audio you've ever heard, uh-huh. and you just couldn't hear what the <laughs> actors were saying, and it was just like, man, uh-huh. it's like you gotta give some attention to the. Well, audience. hey, man, it's like, listen, you ever go see a band you like, and you're like, fuck, I don't yeah. know what was up with the venue or the sound guy, but I did not enjoy that. I couldn't hear shit. Oh, uh, the sound, sound system at at Come and Take It is pretty nice. Gets, yeah, that's good. It's loud. They have like a nice little light set up. It's a nice venue. I forgot what it used to be back in the day. It used mm. to be like some club or something but sure uh the sound guy there's pretty cool they got like a nice big board i, I kind of thought about getting into that for a while like uh-huh. live sound mixing but i think it's a little kind of a little click you got to get into it's like it's sure. like probably in the whole do you find overall like at the places you play you, you're happy with the way they make you sound or i guess so i mean i'm never happy how it sounds on stage but that i don't get too picky because i know sure. feedback can be an issue mm-hmm which now I've eliminated some because at one point the guy was saying my guitar was feeding back through the mic because I had the cab. Sure. That's that's your amp for life? Yeah. And then eventually we had switched over and we didn't use the cab anymore. I was just using the head uh-huh. going through this load box right here. So you can actually put the speaker wire into this. It's a load box, so it's also an attenuator. Mm. You can go down like 50%. Oh, yeah. 25%, 75%, like go down in quarters. Uh, so that way you can like turn your amp up really loud, uh-huh. get it really crunchy, but then, you know, not blow your speakers out if you're recording mm-hmm. <laughs> at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that, we weren't using that anymore. You can just do DI out of this to the house. Um, but now I'm going to be using that little box right there. Mm-hmm. That's going to go into a DI box that I have down there. Uh, just for ease of not having to ask the sound guy, hey, do you have a DI box? Mm-hmm. It's kind of already there on the back of this. There's arrows for everything is. You can just plug into it. But sure. we'll, we'll be using that next. So that kind of helps me get a better sound on stage because there's no speakers mm-hmm. kind of going into here. It's all just my floor monitor and I guess whatever echoes I'm hearing. Sure. Because, see, I haven't I haven't played, uh, you know, in like a, a band band in a, in, a, in a long time. And um, when I was like you know, like a teenager and playing guitar and stuff in bands. Um, it always felt like the sound guy was like drunk in the back somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's the case for a lot of places. That's definitely the case for okay. a lot of places. Like, I, I, if that was like- I used to fucking hate sound guys, oh. dude, just because they're, you know, like you're just this young kid. And I'm like 18. I'm like, you know, they have to do the X's because uh-huh. it's at a bar and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, like, where do you want the sound? It's like, fuck, I just put it over there. You know, it's like, mm. oh, okay. It's like just this like very jaded. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is, I mean, even I, I don't know. When I was a teenager, we'd always seem to. I guess we do these type of things where they'd like sell you your your tickets, right? And then yeah, and you have to go sell them. Yeah. And that would always be like hilarious to me. I'd be like, man, we're we're like sixteen year old kids playing like ska punk. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all right, so maybe our, a couple of our friends will humor us, but it's like, or whatever, a couple parents will come, but yeah. we can't sell. Probably how many tickets they want. Yeah, 50 tickets or whatever. Probably going to sell like 10 of them, right? And then like whatever. I'll just be like, we want to play so bad that we will eat the cost. So I was like, you know, uh, 
those those are like <laughs> some of my memories of like Damn. you know uh, going in a van because we wanted to and like I did like a like a two week little tour thing oh, or whatever nice, and like a, a metal band I was in or whatever again more I guess because you know we wanted to go I don't even think we really like you it's, know. Fun, it's fun dude like yeah. when, when I did it with the old members when we were nights uh-huh. we kind of put together our own little tour sure. there was just website I forgot what it was called but you can find like all these venues mm-hmm. and talk to them through there so we made out a map we basically went Austin, Denton, Dallas, and then kind of through the coast, through New Orleans, played Mississauga, Mississippi, went up through Atlanta area, played like New Hampshire, New York, Vermont area and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so but and but it was fun. How long did you go? Two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. And that was nice, right? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, there was like... But- like did I mean I don't know you know did you play to like nobody yeah mostly, yeah right? I did nobody the same in other shit. cities yeah so. and just kind of like ate most of the the cost yeah, of pretty it much, just for yeah. the experience or whatever sure so it's like yeah I use like um, all my graduation money so no, those right are my memories of like yeah. of playing live in a way but um you know um it was an experience though right would sure, you say right sure I was in New York at the time too so we went more to like. Uh, the Midwest and nice. then down south and then back up. And See, that's what I should have here, done. I mean, I mean, here I eventually went, but I mean, I didn't expect the the whole you know lockdown thing. So yeah. I, mean, I definitely would like to play live, but I'd like to do so as uh, probably playing piano or keyboards mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, instead of guitar. And uh, so I've used the pandemic essentially as time I would have probably not had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, just say I like this kind of better than guitar, so I'm just going to spend almost all of my time practicing yeah. this and, and just kind of maintain there. What classical pieces have you been messing with lately? Anything, uh, I've anything actually new? been doing more like jazz piano stuff. Nice. I kind of, I really like like both of those things a lot. Um, so someone that actually really got me into this whole keyboard thing, looking into the Bach and the classical music is, is the pianist, um, Keith Jarrett, who even honestly last year it was said he's, he's, you know, getting old now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had a, a stroke, uh, like two years ago or something twice or something and he can't even use his left hand anymore dang and um so i think he's he's at this point probably gonna retire from performing forever but um he is a beast <laughs> he's crazy he has some very strange mannerisms on stage which and even on recordings which mm-hmm. is very funny but what he plays is so because what he does is um he is i guess like a, a jazz pianist mm-hmm. so he plays with like a, a, a trio and plays like standards like that but he also plays concerts solo by himself where he improvises the whole concert for like Dang. two hours no plan nothing i sit down and now i play and that to me is so like amazing yeah <laughs> and ballsy even you know it's like just like a piano he's just playing piano he just sits down at the piano and that's it and Dang. there's like even uh one of his most famous uh albums i, I heard this story um off a YouTube video where a guy was going through sections mm-hmm. and playing stuff and explaining uh, that he it was in Germany in Cologne, I guess, and and the the way they play like a bell for you to come in mm-hmm. uh, is something like sort of like do 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 right. Everyone comes in, so he sits down to play and he just kind of grabbed that, I guess, and that's, what he's, and that's why you actually can hear. I was trying to learn it one day, and I'm listening real closely. And I hear people laughing. And I'm like, why are they laughing? Because yeah. they just sat down. He said they were laughing because they just heard the bells. And then he sat down and kind of comically said, this is how my improvisation begins. Damn. <laughs> and then he just plays. And, and you know, and, and so he can play slow, soulfully, yeah. extremely fast, you know, through whatever standards with fast moving chords. Mm-hmm. And he also plays classical piano 
uh, like performs. You know, like uh, oh, the, the nice. first Bach album I was listening to was Keith Jarrett live oh, wow. in New York. He plays the whole Well Tempered Lugerbeer for two hours all the way through. Dang. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying is like, I, I was am in awe <laughs> of yeah. somebody's technical prowess to say, listen to me play. You know, there's no, there's no flubs really, yeah. nothing. Like every note is where I intended it to be at the <laughs> they, volume I wanted it to sounds be. Sounds pretty cool. In in all the, you know, uh, in classical, in yeah. jazz, and and when he improvises, he improvises in a way that's almost like kind of straddling that line. Mm-hmm. Like I heard him do. There's a video somewhere on YouTube, uh, uh, um, and. I watched this part like a hundred times. He's playing in 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 like an encore for a concert, like mm. a, an improvisation, and he's playing more like a blues type of thing. Mm. He's really in this blues, and somehow he just like works his way into this like contrapuntal Bach Dang. type of thing. <laughs> that again, it's not Bach. He's he's improvising yeah, counterpoint yeah. live now out of a blues, and then somehow. Bang! Perfectly, he he like finds that right way back into the blues Damn. in such a way that was so natural that I mean, you know, I mean I kind of was probably sitting there like, yeah, what, what? Wow. And so he does, you know, um, just really. I mean, that that's like, but the things he does that are strange, which is the funny part, mm-hmm. is when he sits at the piano, he looks so bizarre. He'll like move in very strange ways and almost like. It almost like hurts your neck to watch him like, Dang. and then he makes like these strange, he'll be like, sometimes uh, a lot of certain jazz pianists will like kind of like, uh, or in general, people will like kind of sing along with their lines sometimes. Yeah. You ever hear people do this kind of stuff? So um, certain people like Oscar Peterson did that a lot too. And, and so Keith Jarrett does that, but he has this very, it sounds like he's kind of like, nee, 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 and he plays those notes and and when he plays them, they sound great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the time is, is amazing and everything. But it's a little distracting. And yeah. It almost took time. <laughs> like I'm there to hear great piano playing. But in a way, you're does like, he have a mic up there, or he's just picking it up from the? Well, oh, and I should know he only does that. He wouldn't do that in in the classical music thing. Mm. So my this my first improv. impression of him <laughs> is hearing like just really good Bach yeah. and being like that's awesome, and then seeing like more. Um, well, really, I heard about him uh, through. Have you ever heard of Jacob Collier? Mm-mm. Oh, you really need to go. <laughs> is he- He's um he's a you know a musician right mm-hmm. now that's kind of like um well I feel like he's like totally obliterating music and like is the craziest musician that I could think of right now like I feel like he's like like a multi instrumentalist kind of guy or? uh yeah but especially so he has perfect pitch mm-hmm. um and and really gets into like the microtone like he'll like change um he did this song Moon River it's like mm-hmm. a standard kind of thing um. And he does stuff like because he'll do like acapella stuff sometimes, like move the whole tuning of the song up to like you know like G half sharp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so he, he demonstrated this one time with like the piano. It's like there's four chords, mm-hmm. and he takes this acapella thing and goes like do 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 with the voice leading, and he now shows you with a piano that instantly I now play the piano like two seconds ago it was in tune, it's out of tune. Damn. It's like a half half key. It's like not playable. On oh, piano. okay. So you're saying yeah. So he's like instead of like the twelve notes, yeah. tone equal tempered thing, yeah. he's like whatever with with the vocals. I can do that. So, um, but whatever. He plays uh, amazing keyboards. He, you know, he plays. What's um, his name again? Jacob Collier. Jacob Collier. Yeah. Um, I'll pull it up on here so I can listen to. Yeah, I mean, like stuff like he did a, a Stevie Wonder song called uh, "You and I," uh, a cappella, which is like just ridiculous. Um, and he also just again he has an instrument. Oh, a young dude. Uh, yeah, and so he would say, like, uh, he's English, so he was all like, you know, Keith Jarrett would play it like this. And I was like, oh, well, who's Keith Jarrett? And then <laughs> kind of led me further and further through other things. But 
Let me see. Is that the guy? Yeah. Go to, um... He's, like, got some EDM stuff? Yeah, he has all kinds. I mean, he's, like, honestly, just a musical genius. <laughs> he can do anything. Go to the first thing up there in my room. You see on the right? Um, oh, there it is. Uh, maybe play, like, the some of, like, the middle of You and I or something. Right there. Go to, like, maybe in the middle a little bit. And, like, all that motion. Yeah. And he sings runs that are just like. That's all him? All, yeah. This run right here. Damn, it's intense. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But he, you can also like honestly, you'll see when he plays drums. If you if you check out more of his stuff, like he'll do something like I don't know, like whatever, like twenty nine sixteen over like mm-hmm. seven four, and my, you know, it's like all Dang. crazy shit. So um, when he said he really liked, uh, you know, this pianist Keith Jarrett, I was like, cool, let me check that out. I'd already um, who another person that that recently passed away is a, a pianist called Chick Corea. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was like huge. I mean, my, my dad, you know, he got more into like the fusion stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. He played with Miles Davis, then got into like his own band, Return to Forever, and playing like Moog synthesizers and stuff. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's kind of more where my dad knows him from. But he, you know, sim- similar kind of person yeah. actually uh, plays also. There's actually a video of them playing class of uh, Mozart together, a uh, piano concerto that calls for two grand pianos they're playing Dang. <laughs> um, nice. and so they're both like you know he's also again though just incredible i mean obviously yeah. played miles davis and john coltrane Damn. and stuff um and super seemed like a super awesome dude from like stuff i've watched mm-hmm. and stuff um so uh he actually just passed away like last month but mm-hmm. he i just learned um he has an album his like one of his recent albums was called like plays like chick Corea plays mm. Uh, he does really cool stuff, like invites people to come up and jam with him. Like, a, you know, are you a pianist, sir? Yeah. Like, come up and we <laughs> had like a sick piano duet. Or he invited a woman on stage and said, like, uh, I'm going to, you know, I used to do this thing, like a musical portrait. Mm-hmm. So would you like to have your portrait kind of painted? And so oh, dang. She, she sits down and another guy sits down and he he plays for them. Like, you know, in a way, that's a lot of pressure, dude. If I yeah. play something that sounds kind of like, what are you trying to say about me as a person? <laughs> yeah, you dang, yeah. <laughs> it's not like dark and depressing. So that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dang, that's funny. Whatever. That music is ugly. You're trying to call yeah. me ugly. <laughs> I've got a problem with you now. That have you ever seen any piano duets that use the same keyboard? Yeah, there's really? actually so another person I, uh, kind of similar to like Jacob Collier mm. is Corey Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Corey Henry, but he plays the um, most. I mean, he plays keyboards, but he plays like the the Hammond organ mm. mostly, like the church organ. Yeah, uh, which is what my my dad kind of played a lot in church mm-hmm. and everything. So, uh, type of like all those type of gospel stuff yeah. and, and all those like chops in his right hand play like jazz lines and stuff. I mean, he's unbelievable. So there's yeah. actually this video of, of him. Um, if you really want to have your head spin, there's like some, I think his YouTube channel was called Leon waves. He had a video of Jacob Collier playing chords mm-hmm. for Corey Henry to solo over and explaining kind of like the theory, yeah. I guess like the ultra super nerd of what he's doing. It's like unfollowably Damn. stupid, <laughs> you know? He's like, oh yeah, this, this, the, the, this, and yeah. that scale, and this scale, and then Jacob's playing this chord, and that works with this, and it's like, okay, damn, right. I have to check this out. Yeah, me and Joseph were joking about doing a keyboard duet mm. on the same keyboard, just something, something to be like, 
you know, to cheese up the live show. It's cool. No, you should. Yeah, I mean, because I when I see um uh, people do that all the time. It's like you know, you get the four hands kind of yeah. going or different people. Sometimes actually, this is cool. Chick Korea plays with a guy named uh, uh, Gary Burton sometimes, or mm-hmm. he uh, played the um, what do you call it? The vibraphone. Mm. You know, the it's kind of like the um, it has like uh, the bars or whatever, and then. When you hit them, they they go through like a rotating thing that gives it the vibrato, mm-hmm. and then that rotating like cylinder allows the sound that it doesn't block by rotating to go through the tubes or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's what gives it that like whoa 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 mm. sound. So um, apparently, I guess Chikoria like drums and found there to be a very percussive drum like thing to the, the yeah. piano, which you know I've heard said a million times. So, and I believe to be very true. So he he could play that too apparently, and they did something like that where he got up off his piano. They played a four handed damn like eight mallet like <laughs> double yeah. vibraphone Dang. solo that was crazy. So I didn't even know he could play that. He just stood up like it was cool. That's pretty badass. So that stuff is cool. I like that. That's you know give you some uh, yeah, and it's exciting. I think that, yeah. that type of stuff matters to people. It's yeah, like, it's, it's fun. It's, yeah, I mean like. Yeah, it's, it's it's looks cool. It's interesting. I mean, it's fun to do something different, even if it's I don't know. I if, even if you could sort of scoff it away as being like just a, a gimmick or something, it is. But it's just nice to do their new eyes things. too. Yeah, and that's like even like you said, like if you watch the Joe Rogan podcast, you may not yeah actually be as in the conversation as as watching it because now mm-hmm. you'll say gee that's a weird shirt yeah. i like that background thing yeah all those things same thing with in a way if you you're, you're jamming and or or practicing something can can you play it with your eyes closed can you can you maybe find the keys and really hear it like mm-hmm. those type of things kind of matter because i even i find that i do need to work on this especially with piano being newer to me like more and more like playing things without looking yeah because um, i do find myself very Maybe even because of the art thing, very visually, mm-hmm. like seeing shapes on the guitar, seeing shit, you know. Yeah. Um. So you know, I don't remember what my point was. <laughs> There's I that. I definitely like to try to play without looking at the guitar. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like you get into it more, you know. Yeah. You're just sort of feeling it. I feel like I trip myself up more if I'm looking sometimes. Sure, and that's why, and I kind of do. I yeah. find myself like almost being like I'm almost like drilling a hole through my guitar with my eyes yeah i'm like focusing so hard and i'm like gotta gotta chill first of all that tension's not good for like playing exactly, lines yeah. or anything it's gonna make it like more rigid it's it's not what you want but you know what guitar are you playing mainly these days what's that what kind of guitar uh well Your for main this, electric? so for this song i actually played uh my prs SE nice. student okay. edition though it's not 2000 <laughs> don't get nobody to get excited if you listen to this not that nice but it's pretty nice um so i actually didn't use my amp this time because i was kind of trying to see if i could like really get this done like fast mm-hmm. <laughs> so i went with the amp sim i used the cory wong uh neural dsp archetype i don't know if you've ever messed with those for guitar mm-hmm. or if you like the the di it's just all. a whole plug-in sort of thing uh, but they are Definitely the best ones that I've really? used so far. And, I, and anybody I've seen online uh, is probably, like, if you go look at Shredders on Instagram, mm-hmm. they're probably using, that. using them. I, I like using my own amp uh, most of the time for the reason, that reason. Yeah. Everybody is like, I love these things because they sound great. But yeah. then it's kind of like we all have the same sound, which... Sure. Yeah. We it's all bulky, too. People. I mean, it's like to set that up and then... But it, it is convenient, so... For this reason, like going into this, I was like, "Gee, I really right now don't feel like, you know, Miking am it. I going to use two mics? Yeah. Are they aligned in fa-? like?" Eh, I was just like, "All right, I got to get the tone in. going here, like quick, and just yeah. get into playing." Because 
I hadn't, you know, played guitar in like a week, and I was like, all right, there's there's some sweeps, yeah. there's some taps, there's <laughs> some shit coming up. I gotta, all right, do I remember this? Do I remember what I played? Because I actually like wrote the song like maybe like January, mm. and then I actually like I always demo things in uh, to Logic like almost yeah close to what they pretty much are yeah. I guess in a way. But I just so that I know, and then I'll almost like mute you know the piano and like, like play my do piano it again, back yeah. in, mute the drums, play my drums back in. So, uh, but then, you know, sometimes I almost was like, do I remember, like, what, what I, I played? Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes, I don't know, you ever have a moment where you're like, I-, I hear it, and I know what it goes like, but I'm almost like, I can't find whatever shape I, uh, whatever thing I did yeah. in the scale, or like, what the fuck was that lick? I'm having some issues remembering some of the old songs yeah. we did, because we have a couple that we don't have any live videos of. So I was like, okay, I mean, we can play some old stuff, and I was like, if we're going to play some old stuff from the album we put out it's like might as well do some stuff that people haven't seen yeah not just the same old you know main song so yeah i'm like trying to get back into some of these old songs and it's nice though it kind of it's almost like playing a cover because uh-huh. it's like been maybe five years since i played it so sure like, oh. but yeah i'm trying to like slowly remember it's like oh, oh okay that's what i did there i think isn't there a thing like every seven years you're like physiologically literally a different person <laughs> I mean, I believe it. I think, like, all your cells in your body have, like, since that seven-year oh, period died and changed. replenished. So, like, dang. all the cells in your body have been refreshed every seven yeah. years, apparently. So, all those physically are a different person. Um, so, maybe it almost is yeah. a cover, then. If no, it's, two years it's, now, it'll be officially. It's hard, man. But uh, so I need my own royalties. Yeah. <laughs> my streaming and stuff. Have you ever, have you worked on, like, your whole royalty stuff and get. Uh, not really, because, you know, I mean, first of all, like, so, when I, when I kind of got out of, out of bands, um, you know, um, from just more like high school mm-hmm. and like and college, you know, for for a little while, I just kind of didn't really. You know, I mean, I played guitar and mm-hmm. I and I played with people and we jammed, um, and I play all the time or whatever. But um, you know, I just didn't really think about it that much. So even now, it's like I make these things, you know, and uh, I I kind of almost make them more with an attitude of like, if if you like it, mm-hmm. I'm stoked. You know, that's great or whatever. But um. I will make it whether you yeah. want to hear <laughs> yeah. it or not yeah. because I, that's what I did during those times where I didn't even, I never even really liked social media very much yeah. and I still don't. You just made it for yourself. And in fact, recently I kind of had about a month or so where I took a break, man. I, you know, I was like, you know, I don't pick up my phone all the time mm-hmm. and even, even not even for my own stuff of like, I just want to like, there's so much stuff to look at on any yeah. TikTok or Instagram or anything like you can, you know, just start falling into it's a vortex. Like, I'm first of all, maybe I'm even supposed to be like focused on what I'm practicing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, just maybe a quick break. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, fuck you. Like, go look and do the thing. Yeah, like, you're not. Uh, then you're not really. What are you even gaining if you're like kind of every once in a while? Yeah, I mean, I I, I cut it out of my life completely. Yeah, and then I started to get back into it. Like, okay, I mean, if I don't want to look at it, I mean, somebody's probably looking out, looking at it out there, and if they're following the page, they want to look at, you know. Yeah. Well, we're up to so it's like okay, I'll you know make a little bit more effort to try to get some stuff out, but yeah, I I could uh, but honestly, I wouldn't lose yeah. sleep going back to the nineties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, it was like sure. pretty smart. I've been turning it off actually, and just putting it in that drawer and going about my day. Because for me, it was it became like I don't know if you ever had like uh, you know like if you got on Facebook when it first came out or MySpace even before that. Yeah, like, MySpace, and then I yeah, didn't really like everybody I knew was always like where you know I can't find. I actually yeah. a friend of mine uh, from Colombia 
after high school, mm-hmm. you know, his family, they all had to go back. I, I really haven't seen him in like 10 years. I found him recently. He's like, dude, I thought you were dead. Like, <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. I just yeah. didn't like, you know, I, I don't, first of all, like, I told you, like, I really, I'm not like, uh, I don't even really like being on camera in my own music yeah. videos. I only like music so much that I'm willing yeah. to do it. I don't really care. I don't have any interest in really taking a picture of myself. Like, I, I wouldn't use like Facebook or Instagram for like selfies. Yeah. I almost would feel dumb ever pointing a phone at my face <laughs> and being like, you know, or like whatever. I'm eating a salad right yeah. now. Like, nah. So, you know, I mean, I found that for some reason I just said one day, like when I first got it, like maybe I'll just play some guitar. I don't know. I'll make yeah. a video and that it was fun and yeah. that, um, you know, I like, I mean, music. but that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, and that's, I mean, that's part of music. That's, Music is two parts. It's like yeah, that's true. It's your you make you create it, but then you listen to it. Yeah, and so it's like, what is music without a listener? Is sure. it just like data on my computer uh-huh. if I can't hear it? So I mean that that is part of it. It's like I I'm totally with you. Like if I could never have to do any of the social media stuff uh-huh. or the promotional stuff and just make the song and then you know just put it in the mailbox and somehow it gets out to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I would be totally fine with that, but, you know, I know in this, it it helps sort of disseminate that, uh-huh. I and mean, that's the only way to do it, really. Yeah. There is no magic mailbox you can just put it into, you know, I mean, other than having cash for ads and, like, being shoved in people's face, uh-huh. you have to try to get into the streams where people are... Oh, so, well, okay, so then my, my philosophy, my thing about Spotify is, like, I found, I'm, I use the distro kit thing, mm-hmm. so it was, like... 20 bucks to you could just put as, as their as originals many you want, yeah so i was like for a whole you know a year and i could just i'm like i could do that for a year for any time you know yeah. what i mean i could go to chick-fil-a and spend 20 dollars yeah in a lunch <laughs> yeah so it's like all right um <laughs> get like two sandwiches yeah. <laughs> which unfortunately i hate to admit Dang. but no um so uh yeah i just you know that in a way i feel the spotify thing is like um you know, I'm I'm not gonna get a hundred billion million streams or whatever. Yeah. Like, even even if for some reason I had any reason to to think that, like, I'm not making music even that would even, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, like, you know, it's it's not. You're not trying to make sugar something, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, and again, it's like not like to hate on pop music or whatever. I just I just don't. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing now with the internet is that there's so many like niche types of music to where mm-hmm. if you can get it out there and find the right uh you know streams where people will get their ears on those uh, uh-huh. pieces of music there is an audience out there for like everything i mean i sure. i would have never thought that noise music would be a thing like other than just to laugh at for a little <laughs> bit but i mean there's people who they just you know they just make cacophonies of noise and static and yeah. just infinite delays and feedback and it's you know, nothing that I would go out of my way to listen to or like, you know, my mom or my grandma would listen to. But it's just mm. there is an audience out there for that. And yeah, but with the Spotify thing, I um oh, look out for that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that. So, um yeah, I, I just find that like, you know, in a way, I almost thought it was like cool to have it on there. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Uh, like in a way, I, I find the videos um, are something more where it's like YouTube is first of all free to just upload mm-hmm. whatever you want to, so that's why I, I mostly did that. And 
and be, um, you know, I, I maybe in a way I, I like to be able to uh, put the whole thing together and let you kind of see the yeah. parts if you want to see it. Because in a way you kind of could have an option like <clears throat> I like posting them to both places because if somebody was like, whatever, I, I, I want to listen to mm-hmm. it, then sure, you can, you know, and I I, I should go on the record yeah. saying, you know, listen, <laughs> listeners are good. And I, I hope people listen. I'm yeah. not trying to be like, hey, whatever, but. You know, in a way, but I just feel like it ultimately, in a way, it, it's a little bit just for me feels better than like, um, you know, it, it would just feel like I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, control things in a way I can't control. Like, yeah. I feel like in a way uh, I'd like to just, you know, make them and, and, and get better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing, too, is, is I feel like because I'm starting a new instrument that I, I, I like better than guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And I'm I'm I feel like I, I'm I'm making you know good progress and I'm I'm happy with that. But uh, you know I, I know that in a way that I'm trying to use the rest of people slowly stopping to wear masks yeah. and go to be like let me get as much as I can out of it so that I kind of have a solid foundation to um, not have to say gee I, I was a little confused about what like uh, to play there. Yeah, you know. Um, because uh, you know that's that's the thing with first of all with guitar like we talk about with shapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get into those kind of things like there's I don't I've never really looked into it but the cage system or something you know it's like an alternative way to learn guitar around theory. I've heard of that. Yeah, I, I've heard of that. I feel like if some if somebody feels that 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 kind of thing works for them, yeah, then then cool. And I can't it. tell you what your goals are, but in the long run, or if somebody like asked my advice. Um, you know, because probably everybody hates. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you could do. Yeah. Um, you know, is 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 like I I wish I like even in a way still now I I kind of really should sometimes sit down and just go over the fretboard and just yeah. memorize. You know, a lot of times I find myself having to translate from piano, uh, real quick what I was thinking about on guitar for just like a little too. You know what I mean? Like not too, long, too bad, yeah. but just a little too long. I should probably You're know it. Like. Yeah. yeah, you can't just be like, oh, pick, pick up the guitar and then just start and just doing instantly. It there. That is yeah. where that always has been and always will be. So, like, because for years I just was trying to shred through these scales, mm-hmm. shapes, and not thinking really. And again, like, I ideally the ideal song for me would be like, uh, like I don't know, like uh, what would you say the the Pink Floyd song, um, <laughs> comfortably numb, mm-hmm. like right? Because like, look that end solo, right? When you have those chords, like you you just you're in B minor pentatonic, and and we're just even if sometimes I would start to use like the scales and the modes, and I would even play like lines that were jazzy mm-hmm. in a way of like chromaticism, like sliding into things, adding things, right? But still, it's kind of like I just want to be in that like B minor spot yeah. until like <laughs> the next song, and then we'll move to C minor yeah. or A minor, right? Or D major, like. So, like, if there was a key change in the middle of the song, like, again, like, if it was, like, one, I could probably say, sure, fine. I, yeah. you know, I hear that it's not working, <laughs> you know, and now I gotta, you know, or if I can anticipate it, fine. But, like, uh, something I was doing recently was, like, trying to understand how to play uh, to the song Giant Steps. Have you ever heard? Uh-uh. Um, Who's that by? So it's, it's a John Coltrane thing. Okay. And it's notoriously, for people looking to get into jazz, something that... Maybe if you went to like one of these, you know, there's like a blues or a jazz jam thing. If you probably said, "Hey guys, anyone know Giant Steps?" They're like, "You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Get out of here." Like, what are you talking about? Because you know, it's, it's like kind of on the water for a guitar. Well, like it's like hard guitar. to play, and so it's really hard to like probably get 
a, uh, you know, a group of people to just be picked up. Let's jam. Let's yeah. play that. Like, it's going to be a fucking mess. And it just makes you like almost like a dick that would probably yeah. be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, look, I can play on it. But still to like try to get some understanding of how to approach it, I think it's good because it's probably not the most interesting jazz song because mm-hmm. the progression just goes through the whole thing. And I think that's another thing. Like, you know, some of those other standards that people would probably want to play yeah. have like an A and a B section. This is pretty much, it, it was in, probably intended in a way for John Coltrane to just be like, I can play at 300 beats per minute over this progression. <laughs> and that's pretty much what he does. Yeah. In a way, maybe it almost sounds more musical slowed down, but it, it's essentially John Coltrane being like, this is like technical chords inserted into like a, a typical progression to make it more chords yeah. and then you have to play through each of them like very quickly and they move so fast that you really can't like so what it does is like the circle of fifths is kind of goes from like the three furthest points on the circle of fifths mm-hmm. like what keys are the, are the least um similar sounding and it goes boop 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 and just keeps bouncing around so it's like every two seconds you're like violently moving between these Damn. keys that literally have like no common notes at all except for like one and so now you have to like link your lines through these things and like so i mean i have done that on and off for a little little while Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just been something that i i did heavy for like a week right and then put away and then came back to and found that suddenly i had a little more that's um, what a tenant was like for me yeah. You see that movie? Uh, no, I never have. <laughs> what is it called? Tenant. It's Christopher Nolan's newest film. Oh, no, I didn't know. Definitely not. It's just. Is it like, like. It's not in theaters, though, right? It's like. No, nah, it, it was last year. I saw it in was. theaters. Oh, but you could, like, stream it. Out. Yeah, you can yeah. stream it now. It's it's all right, it's all but right. it's just more like. <laughs> He's like, no, it actually sucks, though. This is. <laughs> it's, it's more like him being technical just uh-huh. to be technical. It's sure. Like, it's like the story isn't that great, but it's just. Well, that, that bothers me in music, too, yeah. right? Does that, like, I mean. Just to be technical, like yeah. to be technical, like yeah, I mean, s- s- more so with the sort of speed metal stuff. Yeah, that like what what was that one song that was in uh, Guitar Hero? You know, what I'm talking about that old school like I don't know if it, was, it wasn't Slayer. It was like Dragon Force, that yeah. band. You yeah, know? yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Like that was cool and stuff. And I feel like back in the day when I was first getting into guitar, even the like stuff like Stevie Ray Vaughan, mm-hmm. I just didn't appreciate because I was like, okay, it's like. You're just like going all over the place. Like you're, you're, yeah. You know, I, I want to hear more of a like a Muse or a Rage Against the Machine or a Radiohead solo, to where uh. it's kind of more not so much shredding and stuff, yeah. but more just like this thought out melody that's crafted into it. See, because I have this th- like I I love technical music and yeah. I love shredding and but like there's it's still I don't know some even like with the prog bands I find that in in some times like uh emerson lake and palmer um, like you know my dad loves mm-hmm. keith emerson and I, and I do too but he pretty much is playing like pedal to the metal all the time <laughs> and for me sometimes i could be just totally not yeah. in the mood or or whatever other people are a little you know like someone like uh i find like um even like chick career or, or like keith jarrett more to be the type of people that could like play an intro mm-hmm. and have it be like soulful and a lot of space and just nice chords and then come in and pick up a little bit if, if it's like a jazz trio and the yeah. bass and the drums come in now, you know, and now they have some nice chords and, and some nice lines and now the lines pick up and now, wow, there's like a full big, you know, burst of speed and it was great. And now, okay, other things are happening, but like when it's the whole song, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, oh, Jesus. Yeah, let and me I try yeah. <laughs> as much as I can to be like, cool, there was like a sweep there, but now it's over. Yeah. And it's not like, I know when you listen to those metal bands sometimes too, with with like the intense sweeping, it could be yeah. like a half hour, but yeah. and you're like, okay. 
cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's um I don't know. I've been you know, I've been listening to this um there's like a contemporary jazz kind of like almost like a I guess is it like a big band leader kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Duke Ellington yeah, type of stuff so, in a so, way. Yeah. But like what he does is so he's like a saxophone player right now. His name is Kamasi Washington. I, I think he actually played and helped like Kendrick Lamar with To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. I, I might be wrong about that, but I think I, <laughs> I think that's what some I was more listening yeah. to like the um, you know, I actually went and was kind of trying to like uh, I could see that though. To that too though, yeah. and, and like go back and now okay, I you know like listen to uh, you know Kendrick before, but now with like a different mind for hearing something else. Yeah. Like, what are those elements I might have missed? Um, but so I was also listening to like this album he has called The Epic, which is like I think like uh, that sax player, like a four vinyl thing with his band, which he has an amazing piano player, um, and he has like a choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, a string section damn and like uh, yeah and he has like different horn players and like people like someone will just stand up like the piano player will play this amazing solo and then like I, I you know I'm watching some videos on YouTube I see like a guy stand up with like a a different guy who was playing like an organ on a, on a keyboard get up with like a synth thing and like play damn. like a what do you call that a keytar type of thing and then you know then the horn stuff comes in and, and the, they sound you know he plays type of stuff that's you know just all um, over the place yeah I mean he can play it lines like John Coltrane yeah. or whatever type of stuff and uh so it's cool so they made this thing it's called the epic and it's like yeah like ridiculous Damn. but so I've listened to some of the songs like uh there's a song on there called the magnificent uh, magnificent seven and it's in seven eight mm. and uh and it has a really like uh nice piano solo in the middle but only thing is his piano player I like it little too much with that uh, he <laughs> is like he does he does go through but i mean they're all but they're yeah. good stuff so yeah. i like it but um, he gets a pass yeah he it. <laughs> i mean you know listen i i sometimes i'm in the mood for that that's the point yeah. that it's more likely that if someone takes a little bit of a of a of a like a middle of the way approach yeah. though that i'll more more often be in the mood yeah. probably in a way i feel um, that i'm gonna have to get in some of that because i've been i've been binging Tears of Fears, that album, uh, Songs from the Big Chair, like that's all I listen to for about like a month or two. Like I, that's yeah. what I do. I just kind of get like very hooked onto the album and just repeat, 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 just to really study it. Especially an album that's just so smooth from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like Mars Volta, uh, Francis to me, it's like that. A couple of like the like Muse's second album, Origin of Symmetries, like that. Uh, I mean, there's some Zeppelin albums like that. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon, you know, it's just mm. very, it's a, it's a piece together. Yeah. And I like that. And that's, see, that's the thing too, is I, like, I tried to do that with, um, the five songs I put on yeah. Spotify, but it's like, it's hard in a way to, uh, Force it to justify that? that or, or like if people don't know, you know, it's a concept. It's con- yeah. yeah. Then it's like, you really wouldn't be able to. So like, I guess I did it because I, I like it and mm-hmm. I, you know, or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Those those are things I would probably still have to look at down the line. Yeah. It's like when I'm I'm making stuff in the future, like how is it being communicated to people? Like those things all mm. like we talked about with the streaming, they do matter, but um, you know They're kinda um, superfluous to a point. I mean it's the In some cases though I find I, I really I wanna learn really focus on learning more songs, especially like solos and, and stuff that's a little tricky mm. by ear. Like really make sure that my ear. I never really understood that, you know. Like like when I did my first couple months of music yeah. college, we did ear training, right? And again, at 18, 17, <laughs> like, I was whatever, like, yeah. "This shit's stupid. Why does it matter?" And now I'm like, "Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. The whole thing is about listening. Yeah. It's all that's all it is. It's no, yeah. there's no looking at any the guitar or anything. It's like literally the sound." Yeah. 
so it's like even when mixing too i'm trying to do that more is I, that's why i got like an actual physical some physical faders yeah so that way when i'm mixing i'm not looking at the number next to the uh, you know volume thing it's just kind of you know you're just listening to the sure. drums like oh the kick's there so yeah well you know I, I mean i think about this sometimes you know i think when they would do like you know you do automation at the end mm -hmm. or whatever like they did that all by hand right everyone all hands yeah. on deck on the console and we, yeah we, we, recording we, like, the movement you have to like stuff. what like kind of like print it to the tape yeah. that way that the faders were right so they all have to go and almost like a performance yeah and so everyone has to know where to be at the right time yeah, with the yeah I, mean, I mean there's yeah there's definitely it's easier to do all that stuff now but there's still that art of yeah you know like even having that movement i've heard some people say some you know some contemporary mixer talking about how a lot of people don't really mix they, they don't ride the fader through the whole song for vocals that used to be a thing too instead of compressing you're just riding the fader sure. like in those in those loud spots you know maybe on top of the compression but yeah there's just so much tactile I think I over compress too like those are things I, I again are in like sounds the back good of my though mind. sounds so good I, I, yeah I guess because I'm like I, I think I don't really like to use the automation yeah so I either rely on like I got the dynamics right from yeah. the start and then that's where it's at is getting it right from the start sure like, that's what i was trying yeah. <laughs> weirdly even though i tried to rush this song yeah. in a way i still was trying to do this because you know in a, at the time i wrote it i thought normally i would go right in yeah and i said i just i'll give it some time yeah you sat on it practice i, I want to give it a try to see what it's like if i take like a long time yeah. and i kind of spend some time off instagram and and yeah and check working on that out, yeah um and it, it didn't feel worth it, then I probably just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's my whole, I guess, even now, like, you know, I mean, um, I, I feel with the streaming, that's my point is I, I'm, I mean, I'm in a phase where besides making music right now, I, I don't really know exactly what I'm doing except mm -hmm. for, um, you know, trying to get better because I know there's things I don't do. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't, there's so much, man. There's just... Anyone something can, to improve. I guess, look at their playing and say, I don't like yeah. things or whatever. But, I, yeah, I find myself looking at a lot of things. But <laughs> I got to fix that. That's yeah. not, you know. So, um. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to hearing it. Are you going to put it on Spotify, the new one? Uh, yeah, definitely. I will do that, too. Um, that's why what's nice, um, is I, I feel I played a little freer, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I haven't played bass, but, like, I've been thinking about something I, I picked up and I noticed is, like, uh, I guess kind of kind of two concepts like that one it sounds like a cheesy cliche when people say music is a language but it is a language yeah like, definitely. those certain note choices and phrases are like words and sentences yeah. that you string together so if you don't like learn solos by ear and not necessarily to for the purpose of playing that, but just to get the, the, the to feeling actually of like, hear it. I yeah, hear the these little... little melodies happening second by second and I'm staying with it and I'm focused and I'm listening and I'm not distracted and tuning out or yeah. assuming things. Um, cause you do miss things and, and, you know, um, and then you start, start to realize it, it just can only help you. You'll, you'll pick up your own music quicker. You'll pick up what somebody else played quicker. Yeah. Um, anything or whatever. I just want to know what something is. Again, it doesn't have to be like a torturous process to learn a song, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but like my dad is, is very good at that and has done it a long time. I've always found that for some reason I had a resistance to it and, mm -hmm. you know, I just wanted to play, I just <laughs> yeah. want to improvise. I love jamming, yeah. you know, so I just, let's jam, man. I don't want to play a song, yeah. you know, let's just jam. But then exactly like I, you know, I, some YouTube guy was teaching and he was like, look, I could spend my, my 15, 20 half hour I have to practice 
playing a bunch of random bullshit, yeah. right? Just take my saxophone and go, and I would do that with guitar too. And he'd say, but what have I accomplished? What have mm. I learned about playing music? <laughs> and and that's stuff that I'm talking about. Like I've played guitar for years yeah. in a way, but just like, again, like noodling, not thinking about anything, not even listening to myself yeah. sometimes, just moving my fingers. Like, and in a way that that's like, I guess if no one's listening to you and you're just playing your roots, <laughs> yeah. not a problem. But now that I'm yeah. like, I do, you know, want I, I, to say I feel like, like this your, came out good. In your beginning years, that's good to have though. Like just yeah. to like, that's what I tell people when they want to learn guitar. I'm like, just like, f- just hold it, like feel it, like don't be afraid of it. You know, just like noodle on it, mm-hmm. hit one note or whatever. But definitely, yeah, once you're down like ten years, <laughs> if that's all you're doing, yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, exactly. It's probably you know you can sure. go to the next step. So. That's where those things are like, you know, I mean, it sounds really probably fucking dumb, but Mm -hmm. like I could play even like in the key of D major and like shred in that key, but not tell you what notes are in a D major triad. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, that's why my dad would be like, it's a, it's a D nine. It's just a D dominant seven with the ninth in it. And that's honestly, literally I'd be like, oh, whatever, man, just like, leave me alone. Yeah. You know, like all that (laughs) keyboard shit is for nerds. Yeah. I like want to fucking rock out, man. Well, I mean, there's, there's good musicians out there who just sort of went, went into it that way. I mean, trying to think of what, just like, just feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, not, not even, not going into it with too much technique. Just kind of going in. Well, maybe and it's. I mean, it. the thing is, how do you? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's helped in some ways that I don't realize. You know. Yeah. Um, where I could only whoop, like because it's like me in a way. I would say probably like, gee, I don't do that well. Yeah. But maybe I do do some other things well because of that. I don't know. But in a way, for me, I realize now, like for years, even with communicating with yeah. other people, man, you know, you're like, oh man, just pick up my lick that I play, yeah. <laughs> you know, instead, like, it's, which is kind of just like a stupid douchebag way, yeah. but it's like, I could be like, the notes are D yeah. and C, you know, it's like, whatever. It's like, it's just seems like it's, it's just that much easier. Right. Than like, uh, I, I did a, the thing, you know, yeah. it's like, whittly wah, you, you know, like, whittly <laughs> I mean, when, when was the last time you jammed um, with like somebody else? Uh, I like guess since I, I guess since I moved here, because really, like, I moved here, um, you know, and the probably about like whatever the first year and stuff was like all getting settled, transitioning, yeah. whatever, and then pretty much like you know, pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, been a while. I mean, since I I pretty much left, I you know, yeah, I I played. Um, you know, I started doing the guitar thing a little bit mm-hmm. in that like first year. And then uh, probably about six months before the pandemic or so, I started playing piano and started doing like the, the video Videos, type of thing. Yeah. And so once it shut down, I said, you know, in a way, I got to admit, I don't know if you agree, I, I find or have found the pandemic kind of to be a little uninspiring in a way. I like, you know, going to see a concert, like concerts help me a lot. I yeah. would watch these guys and really like enjoy hearing the the sound of the venue and try to get some of that energy yeah. even, you know. Um or even whatever. Sometimes I've gone just out whatever around Austin just catch local bands and just like listen and just try to get the vibe of like how a band is playing together yeah. so that again, yeah, I can I can kind of now I'm going to play all my parts like find that same type yeah, of energy. Yeah, it's been a lull year for me too. Like last year was is kind of I'm like I'm just starting to get out of that funk now. Yeah, feels good. Yeah. Well, because now I guess if we're gonna start saying people can go in the pit yeah. with no mask, I guess we're kind of starting to wind down with that, which is yeah. definitely good. And and by then, honestly, and I can certainly there's maybe not too many things I can definitively say about you know music or whatever or like rating my mm-hmm. own playing along the way. But I'll tell you that 
where I started on piano. It was like, yeah. I only knew how to play, you know, like... Chopsticks. Uh, <laughs> first of all, for some reason, as a teenager, being around my dad's stuff and uh-huh. just like, you know, sitting down for five minutes, I knew like D minor. Yeah. It was the only scale I knew. And That's what I would one. do on piano... It's a good one on there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and uh, I would, if I ever found myself near a piano, I would, I would sit down in D minor and I, actually I would probably play like D harmonic minor, I guess. But, Skill. Yeah, and just do like a kind of uh, dark, you know, yeah. kind of like um, Middle Eastern-y yeah. sounding type of yeah. jam for a minute on like just D minor and the yeah. thing and like maybe try like another chord that was probably like G minor-ish and yeah. being like, I don't know, does that sound okay? So uh, I would play everything in the beginning songs if you were even go back and look with like two hands, root position, every chord. Mm. You know, I didn't know like it'll be smoother, the voice leading will be better, like... Um, that's what Jacob Collier does so It didn't really stand well. out, though, you know, but I, I guess... Yeah, because other things were happening, and I can compensate yeah. for it with the guitar, but... If you went that extra more, mile, there probably would have been just some other texture in there, right, well, I guess? Well, like, you, you would hear it more... Uh, well, I did that, uh, a, uh, that song called Aether that was, like, more you saw... I started... I played, like, a mm-hmm. fast passage in the song, you know? Yeah. And now it combined with the fact that I played, like, a, a guitar solo that had some some licks in it that were pretty fast. That made it, like, the instruments kind of all... Yeah. Like, still almost were, like, talking. Everybody had something to say, yeah, played a part. Whereas in the other time, it was well. like, there's piano here. You you know, it's the background, yeah. right? You heard it? <laughs> yeah. You like that, right? Those chords? So now it's kind of like, all right, I can I can break the chord up. I can I can I can play half of the notes of the chord at the first part and then play the other, you know, or whatever. Like roll, arpeggiate yeah. them out. I can do it, you know, whatever. Like um, as long as you know, um, I guess I practiced my my triad yeah. versions. <laughs> I did my two handed scales. I'm trying to still, you know, put in I, the time. I, I mean, I just got the two handed scales recently, like oh, uh, three months ago. That's I, a weird one too. I like can do it with a couple, but it's just it feels weird. It was I mean honestly I spent a lot of days playing C major again. I'm like, wow, yeah. how weird is it to be back here playing the first, you know Yeah, first scale. couple months all I was doing was playing those the one octave scales two handed and then I was like, All right, I you need to be able to like that's the only way to get out of that box yeah. now is to like um Another- and I could do them with one hand, I just couldn't put them together. So I was like trying to put all twelve keys together, like um I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why I like that Bach made music in all the major and minor keys yeah. in a series it's like it's almost like a concept album mm-hmm. it's like this is my concept it's just actually that's yeah because the well-tempered Damn. means like it's equal, i need to go like, back and listen to i can that. play in all the keys since I've um stuff. yeah i like the i like the first uh like uh, there's eight or nine of them the best the middle ones i find start to get a little like slower mm-hmm. my my favorite one is probably one of the more popular ones is like the c minor See, that's where that technical well, stuff gets, like, some of his stuff cool. is very technical, so it's like... But do you ever hear this one? It kind of goes like, it's like... And then the other voices come in yeah. and, like, do variations off that. Mm-hmm. That one's fucking awesome. That one that one goes so hard. It's uh, it's like, <laughs> if you go, it's it's from book one, it's the it's C minor, so it's right at the beginning. Uh-huh. It's like the... the uh, if, so if they do it, like, prelude and fugue or the track listing... Like actually, if you if you type, go to Keith Jarrett. <laughs> Keith Jarrett, uh, yeah, he has it. He, he has a version of it that you know is the one I probably started listening to where I was like uh, taking the dog for a walk or whatever, and just sat with the headphones and I found it cool. Uh, that thing right there, JS Bach. Yep, that's the album. That's like kind of what started me into it. The fourth. This one. Yeah.
Damn. I, I definitely like the mood a lot of his stuff feels like. Like even though it's like technical mm-hmm. it's I know it's like not as moody as some Beethoven, but yeah. there's still like a good kind of dark That's the problem for me with, with Mozart a little bit. I don't know if you find Too poppy? That. Like st- even statistically speaking, I think like literally like over eighty percent of his music is in major. Mm. And I actually I only listen to classical music in minor keys yeah. more or less. I, I can't I find those like, but even Be- I, when I listen to an album like Beethoven, all the sonatas, I'll skip all the major ones, man. Yeah. They always come out so bright and like, I'm just like the only. You know what? I like the middle one to the Moonlight Sonata because it's perfect. Yeah. It's like three nice or four break. minutes, a little break before this like seven minute thing comes. But that's the part that's yeah. really sick is when it comes back you and it's fast and it's in a minor key. It's like all of Beethoven's music in a minor key is is like yeah. The, the shit. epitome of the and the mood. major key it's not that he's like bad it's just yeah. that he sounds like mozart <laughs> and yeah, I, <laughs> we're listening to some classical stuff i went out of town and it was like a little too moody so i was like okay yeah. oh, okay i searched happy classical music uh-huh. on spotify and i put it on and after like two minutes into the first song it's like bum, 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 <laughs> i mean it wasn't even that cool it was just uh-huh. like weird and i was like Turned to my wife, I was like, I don't like happy classical music. I was like, I turned turn it off. I don't either, man. Definitely not. Definitely not. That's why, you know, even in general, too, I, um, you know, I find, I, as far as like a rock band, I really like this band called The Deer Hunter. I've heard but of them. This is confusing now because there's two bands called oh, The Deer Hunter. There's Deer Hunter. There's a band called The Deer, D-E-E-R, uh-huh. like the animal. And then there's one like Deer, like you mm, begin a letter. Okay. okay. Now, the one that you'd begin like a letter like Deer yeah. um, is the one I'm talking about mm-hmm. and is a much smaller band, I believe. Mm. So maybe you haven't, but no, yeah, I probably would, have. I'm thinking the other one. But um, I would recommend if you like like Prague and stuff that you, good. you give it a chance. Um, he has, uh, well, at least like the main songwriter or whatever, just kind of started it actually in, in kind of a, uh, that type of way where he was like, I think had demos where he was mm. just kind of playing them or whatever. I think his brother plays drums though. So nice. brother played drums or whatever. And he probably like did, I think his mother was a, a singer and she oh, provided, damn. helped him with some harmonies and stuff. So his like first album thing was like a kind of an EP that mm-hmm. actually was kind of like uh, more like seven songs and yeah. a little bit close, almost full length. And so basically he, you know, he got an opportunity to, um, he was in a band or something, didn't work out. Um, and the label said, I think, you know, he was on one of those like small, type yeah. of, like hardcore type of labels or something. Yeah. Or whatever. And he <laughs> made this like lighter that. type of more proggy thing, which is kind of weird. It's more like a, he was more in like a prog screamo y type yeah. of thing. And then change it up. Uh, but they offered him, you know, a chance to do that. So then I think he found the right musicians or whatever and uh, um, made like a five album concept. Damn. With all a continuous story. Now. That's all out? What's that? He has five albums out. He yeah. did it all. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's been since like the you know early two. Probably yeah. The first one goes back okay. like two thousand six. Um, wow. So you know, I, I had kind of heard of them through uh, a couple of friends and um, actually saw them play live on Long Island in a small little shithole place that I played when I was sixteen. Damn, and nice. The, and the that's uh, pretty cool. <laughs> and the guy was the sound guy was drunk. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Damn. <laughs> and. Uh, so then I caught them again actually here recently and it was very, very good. Nice. Um, Damn, that's cool. the parish in Austin. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll play there. Um, yeah. That's and, a good venue. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I saw yeah. I saw someone else there too. It was cool. Plenty. Guitarist. Nice. Yeah, the last person I saw there, um, Paul Gilbert. Was sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
so yeah, if you like concept albums, um, it, it's cool. Especially, I think the the uh, he actually does it kind of like uh, Act One is the name mm-hmm. of the first album. Act Two, Act Three, Act four and five are definitely my favorites and they're the most musically mature for sure yeah. and, you, and you really it really comes Same through but come a long way um but and the story gets i think a lot better although you kind of would have to google it in what's a way. it called again uh the band is called the deer hunter like if you pulled it up i could show you on spotify what the first album even is um so just uh but yeah but deer, deer like d-e-a-r um, I always cover these songs. Yeah, I, I cover a lot of these songs. Let me see what um, like uh, that song like you know waves is probably a popular one. I don't, it's hard to tell what somebody what to what you would recommend. You know, yeah. like in a way, I recommend you listen to a couple songs for yourself and decide if any of them. Yeah, I'll probably like, make, just check out some of the top. Because I hate recommending a song. I feel like it's like if I recommend some <laughs> shit that sucks, like, you'll be like, yeah, I didn't really get a good impression of it. So I don't know. It's it's like, something he likes this about. song. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know because I can't even think off the top of my head in a way, but. Um, cause what I ultimately like is that, and he did an, uh, an, a collection of EP called the color spectrum. Mm. And so each one is assigned a color and the music is simply his interpretation of oh, the that color. color. Damn, that's cool. Uh, you may disagree. You may think that I think I've is- actually heard, is it kind of like hard rock prog stuff like metal? Or not, uh, no, not metal, but well, is it, would you say like... Black is, the black EP is, and okay. the red EP is, and orange is I more like I might have like heard rocky, some of that. But like have. yellow, it starts to get, Chill. and green is like okay. folky, and you know, um, blue, you start to hear a lot of those lush reverbs mm-hmm. and delays, and synths are like more a part of like purple, like just cool things where it's like, I even think that's a nice thought experiment, and I've like yeah. messed around, you know, with Trying with some like of that stuff. Pe- uh, well, sure, but even just asking, you know, whatever friends or family, like, what is? Do you do you agree or do you yeah. think that no, he missed the mark totally on the color? Because I think that's kind of like your personal about thing it. about it. Yeah. Sure, because he's, you know, I mean, like, there's nobody that really, I mean, unless maybe you have synesthesia yeah. or something <laughs> that can definitively say that is the sound of yeah. this color or whatever. But um, even then, you know, I mean, I guess it even ties into a way if if we both agreed that this was red, but maybe we totally see something different. Yeah, different. Just, yeah. So like. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice thought experiment. And the five thing is more about this. It's more like um, a story about uh, kind of like a, a main character that grows up in a small village uh, with just like his mother and gets kind of, uh, you know, is like naive to the ways of the world, doesn't mm. know anything about big cities. Um, and uh, his mother dies and he begins to have questions about like, is the city so bad? And so he... Uh, tries to kind of make his way mm-hmm. there through a train and there's these like profit people on the train and they're like dude turn around now <laughs> just go now and like nothing good can come of this just the city's not for you it's like you'll only you know find misery there and he goes and he has this whole kind of like um sort of uh story play yeah. out of his Damn, whole trials cool. and tribulations out there um you know including like whatever um kind of finding uh Nemo? Nemo, <laughs> no, just whatever the danger of the city kind yeah. of um, doesn't realize that like prostitutes are a thing. So he falls in love with a prostitute. Then he gets his heart broken when he dang. realizes she's a prostitute. Then he goes to like war uh, to kind oh, of damn. run away from his problems. And now he finds the horrors of war and he realizes sick, this was yeah. a ho- horrible idea. I never should have done this. <laughs> um, then he comes back from the war um, and steals the identity of another soldier that I guess apparently is like his half brother or something. Damn. And they look similar enough where he can get away with it. And he ends up 
now using his like war hero status to like run for mayor mm. um, and is specifically trying to target this guy that runs a brothel kind of um, and a church by day. He's kind of known as this character uh, called the pimp and the priest. Check it out. This, yeah. what is this, what's it called again? Uh, it's called the deer hunter. But that, that one and is the in the Acts f- 1 through acts, 5? The Acts 1 through 5. Which act was that, 5? Uh, well, in 4 is when he would be returning from war and assuming oh, so the Oh, so it's all identity. the, oh, yeah. it's this whole thing. And so then in the, in like eventually in the 5th act, you kind of get all these threads of him trying to clean up the city's corruption and all this Jesus. stuff uh, coming together in, into this story. So, That's sick. Um, and there's like some, you know, if you were to like uh, get into it and decide you wanted to like see that for yourself, there's like uh, some, re- you know, stuff online you can go oh, nice. like the story. Yeah. And some people who are like into it, well, because the lyrics will give you an idea yeah, but you kind of need that still, reference yeah. there's people that have gone in and, and been like devoted yeah. fans to be like <laughs> song one thing. you know we find the protagonist here yeah, yeah. so damn. um but not i mean not like a whole book like yeah. just a brief summary okay. for a couple sentences <laughs> i'm not telling you <laughs> there's also a graphic novel thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also like 10 books yeah i like all that uh i didn't like the music so much this wasn't my thing but there's some one guy had a little like a whole video was on netflix he did the album and a video the who I'm not sure who he is, but he did an oh, album, and then he has like an anime. Yeah, like that video stuff is cool. I, I like those kind of ideas. I think yeah. about things all the time where I'm like, you know, could I add that, make it a little like mixed media? Like sometimes I've done with drawings. Yeah, like, like so, like your new video. Do you have any new video techniques you're gonna try? Because you know, I, I know how funny. you did the stuff. For I was the gonna keep it very Moonlight Sonata. Simple. See, because the Moonlight Sonata, I found that it's too much. One frame was like boring. I was like, who really, honestly, like again, same thing. It's like I don't really, you know, like yeah. Uh, the keyboard overhead, fine. You can see what I'm playing. I mean, maybe I could do some dramatic shots of my dumbass face for yeah. you to look at and appreciate. <laughs> but I thought like. A video would be sick, right? How many times have you seen a person like play? Yeah. That? So I was like, look, I want to play it and bring something unique to the music, hopefully too. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know, it just was fun. I just I drew one of the. I actually was looking for like an old drawing of um. There's a Greek uh, tragedy of uh, this guy Laocoon, right? There's like a famous statue of him looking all like. Uh, Damn. Oh, while well, him and his sons are being like consumed by serpents for what they did at you know, angered Zeus or whatever, or Poseidon or someone. Um. So I had a drawing of that, and it was, like, back when I was really drawing a lot. Yeah. So it was, like, really good. And I was like, fuck, I can't find it anywhere. Damn, so I was sick. like, all right, I got to just do it. So I just did it again in, like, 10 minutes the best I could. Yeah. And it was, you know, I'm it still worked good, out yeah. fun. Yes, because it just uh, that's the face that just popped up. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, looking kind of horrified or whatever. It just made a cool effect. It wasn't, like, it didn't have to be too yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was a nice little subtle layer. It just made it, like, almost like a ghostly apparition because I kind of, you know, something I was, there's a, a pianist, classical pianist named Andras Schiff that mm-hmm. is a big studier of Beethoven's life and stuff. And he has, like, a unique interpretation of Moonlight Sonata where he basically says, the original handwritten manuscript says, um, play in, like, sort of like two beats to the measure instead of four. So people play mm. it too slow. They play it like half too slow. And he yeah. played it about the tempo, he would say, which I played it maybe just a little slower than him. Um, but now I, I don't I like... it came out good though, man. I don't like the way people play it too slow sometimes. So yeah, people uh, that play it faster, I prefer it. Yeah. Sleepy time. No. You know, I don't even want to listen to that. So I wouldn't ask anybody to, you know, sit through me being like... But the other thing he does is he says, Beethoven wrote hold the pedal down basically the whole time. Mm. But on the old pianos, that was doable. On a Steinway or whatever, a modern grand piano, too long. The, piano, the pedal would be bad. So he says, I've come up with a compromise that's like just about like a third of the way pedal. 
So what happens is now he holds it down the whole time. So all those like intervals start to kind of blend. Mush, yeah. And what he's basically proposing is that Beethoven intended for it to be um, sort of like a ghostly funeral death march mm. thing. Because the Moonlight title doesn't come from him. He okay. was dead already and a poet said, this reminds this piece reminds me of being on the, on yes. the lake at night on the boat or whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, he intended for it to be kind of like this, this ghostly funeral march type of thing. Mm-hmm. Not so, so yeah, the Moonlight thing gets attached to it later. And it now becomes this kind of thing that's getting a little like romanticized. People think now Moonlight, which it is a compelling yeah. image. I like the moon. I think the moon's a cool looking thing. I see it all the time. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, you know, it's not really the original soul. It's it not what he intended. In a way, I mean, it depends. Maybe if you see the man on the moon's face as like spooky, I guess. <laughs> but I think people were more thinking in a way like he would always say there's like these kind of it's got loaded with like cliches of like overly making it so yeah. like uh, dramatic and too big of pauses yeah. and stuff where he's like, look, Beethoven did most of the work for you, you know, whoever pan- pianist mm-hmm. you are. You don't have to worry about that. He yeah. took care of making it sound good. So now just like, you know. Um, just play like it's supposed to be played. Well, to a, a degree, because yeah. in a way, I know you mean the young. I've heard someone's like, dun, 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 dun. but just yeah, like Bing. like just too, you know, almost yeah. like uh, like too much sweetness to yeah. it, and trying to find <laughs> all that like drama. Yeah, and, like, you know, I mean, a little bit where it's like, look, just just get to the point. Like he would say, you know, there's um, kind of the, like one of the first big dramatic sections. He like plays an E major chord, which is like the first bright thing, mm-hmm. and then it becomes E minor again, right? And so. You know, he would say everybody fucking pauses before. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't say fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in like a, the Royal Conservatory uh, of Music being like, yes, indeed. People quite, but they they pause before that. Yeah. And, you know, again, he was like, look, you don't, you know, it, it works fine mm-hmm. if, you, if you just, you know, even a right. little bit fine, a little expressiveness. But I think with the classical stuff, what, what they try to stress is like, yeah, understanding the music. And then within that framework, mm-hmm. there still is like. There's, I watched um, this violinist. Her name is Hilary Hahn. She is, you know, speaking about appreciating people's skill, man, just like a machine. Sick, damn. It's like um, incredible. She plays these Bach things, which I don't know, even his right. I think Bach's writing for the violin is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he almost, it almost still sounds contrapuntal. And I'm like, dude, it's a fucking violin. Yeah. Like, how yeah. can you really even <laughs> maneuver around? But she does. And she does it perfectly in tune all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and a big thing, too, is, you know, she's not very, like, she said her teacher's gave her advice one time where they're like, people watch with their eyes too. Yeah. You gotta move a little more. And she's like, look, I move as much as is necessary yeah. to play and, and and get what I'm trying to get to come across. But you know, she'll but anyway, she, trying to her, her ideas about practicing are more like, look, yeah, th- still within playing that phrase, like as it's written, mm-hmm. you can find millions of tiny variations of time and yeah. all those things. So just you know, in a way, it's about just being a little bit disciplined and not just so, like, I'm going to pause yeah. ultra because nobody has ever paused this long before yeah. the E minor chord, you know? And they'll really be like, wow, the drama. Uh, you know, it can be a little like, all right, you know, just not a little too bit. Much, Tone yeah. down a little not bit. Not so operatic, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't know, like... Campy. Well, in a way, you know, like, whatever, with, with singing, if, if somebody, you know, is like... Um, Maybe suddenly belted out. Like, How long have way you been singing? Opera. Um, um, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe for like ten yeah. years, totally. You, but you did it in bands and stuff, or just kind of in the shower? <clears throat> um, so I was in a metal band, right? And I was not the vocalist. I didn't do. I mean, I would. Sc- I would sometimes do like backup screams, yeah. even. You know. 
But um, I didn't even know if I could really sing um, for a while because, I, again, I kind of found it, like, embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. I think I knew I kind of could because my dad uh, would do it every, you know, Sunday, mm-hmm. go whatever, play songs in church, played in bands for mm-hmm. years. Um, uh, my mom doesn't really sing. But, you know, I was like, all right, my sister does, you know, and, and I could tell that I could hit a note here and there. Yeah. But, um, you know, then uh, later on, I, I kind of started to give it a try. Well, it sounds definitely no. Like, that's not true. I'm sorry, dude. Unique. I totally yeah. No, when I was like started playing guitar, I started playing the Green Day songs and I would sing them. But you know what nice. the difference was? <laughs> I realized what I was talking about is when I realized I had a regular voice and not like some punk like, yeah. attitudey like you know Billy Joe Armstrong yeah. type of like thing where I'm like half saying my words. Like actually, when I started listening, I started listening to the Deer Hunter. I found that my voice fits nicely into his range. I cover those songs a lot. The last thing I did from from February was uh, a Deer Hunter song. Uh, I slightly reharmonized the the piano chords a little bit. Just you just think like, that gave you a little more confidence in your singing, like kind of hearing that, like being able to match. Well, so actually, the, actually, I did that. I did the song I started singing to. You know, that's funny. That's why I did it. There's, a, there's an old cover on my on my YouTube channel somewhere called "What It Means to Be Alone." It's a song from Act Three. Mm-hmm. It's about him realizing the horrors of like he realizes on the battlefield, like there's nothing I could do. Only God is in control. If I live mm-hmm. or die or something, you know. So, um, that song has this nice little, like, I guess it's like probably the pre-chorus, mm-hmm. uh, really like the melody for that. It just stood out to me. And, and actually I, he was playing it. Um, he plays guitar mostly, but he does play piano. Um, and then since then he's gotten his own, you know, dedicated keyboard nice, player. Yeah. But he was playing it solo at the piano and mm. singing it on some video I saw. And the real song is more, you know, well, I played it all the instruments yeah. the way it is. It's like a rock song with mm. all the, you know, all the instruments. Um, and I found myself, you know, like starting to just, it was stuck in my head and I was just singing yeah. along to it. And then I realized like, damn, you know, my regular voice without like trying to almost like make a, 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 to like emulate, a teenage, somebody, yeah. emulate somebody or have like a teenage attitude yeah. that's like masking really probably more like my insecurity yeah. about the sound of just purely like just sing the way you would. Yeah. Because that's the voice I almost feel like as a teenager, I didn't really like. I like more like heavy metal, yeah. specifically metal bands that would have a chorus that was like, and now I'd yeah. be like, no, the song's going off. You know, I wanted to hear people be like, and yeah. and like so um, like um, I. That's kind of what happened to me, too. I heard some bands like yeah, Radiohead and Muse and my voice was like, oh, I can kind of sing that. And I was yeah. like, OK, it's kind of. You know, only recently I even realized, like, you could, like, falsetto is a technique and I should, like, maybe think about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I used to just think, like, I'll just, I just have to to push harder yeah. to go higher. So, like, I would probably naturally have done stuff like the Audio Slave song mm-hmm. easily. The Led Zeppelin one was like, holy fuck, am I going to be able to, like, do that? Yeah. I didn't, I actually like, recorded all the instruments. Really? Yeah. You know, this is actually a crazy thing to do. I invested all the time in doing all the instruments, and I had no idea if I was really going to yeah. be able to, like, you know, all right, you could sing along, but yeah. you don't really know what you sound like, I don't think, until, like, you hit record, it, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> yeah. that's not good, yeah. or, you know, so I didn't, it was, like, a big unknown if I was going to make it through, and, I, you know, I made it. <laughs> yeah, made Robert it. Plant's voice is crazy, <laughs> like, even that, we were talking about covering Cashmere, and I'm just like... Yeah. yeah, his voice is. And I was like it's trying chest to find the right. High, yeah, yeah, and and you know, so I was trying to find the right like place to get the the grit, but still like be able to get up. Yeah, yeah, so you know those type of things. I never realized that it's like if if you can kind of get a little bit of like uh, a technique, maybe you can kind of 
find those different like positions of you know it's like mm-hmm. i never really thought so much about the, even in a way the position of like your face and like you know is there like tension in my neck that's like strangling the sound yeah that's what i found out about recently there's a some other method to where it's like your posture can really control yeah. your voice i mean even like the tilt if you're kind of collapsed into it, the you know shape of your mouth. It's... And truly, I might be one of the biggest nerds on you know, the, but so I like that stuff yeah. a lot of like you know piano well, I mean, technique. You can use it to your technique. advantage. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, I, that's how just... you get. I, I I feel like when I first started singing, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do lessons. Like I can get yeah. it done. But now it's as you get older. At least for me, it's like I have to warm up now before mm-hmm. I sing. Because if I don't, it's like I'm going to sound like shit. I, I yeah. And I never, I mean, I, I mean, maybe that's just getting older, but I never used to really think about that at all. And I probably, I don't know, maybe I would just have said, though, if it was a bad day, yeah. that it wasn't because I didn't warm up or anything. Just, it was just, just a bad, bad day. day yeah. Maybe I don't realize that, you know. Um, and, you know, but, and even to yeah. protect it, you know, to not strain it and just Cause destroy it. Because I went and, and tried to figure out, like, um, now with the keyboard. See, this is another nice thing about the keyboard. Being able to literally see how high and how low notes are in a way compared to the guitar, like I'm able to know, like you know, where I am in my range. If I'm like yeah. having trouble, like playing it on the playing the melody on the piano for a second, saying, "Oh, it's like the C all the way up there." Yeah. Like, all right, that's why I'm straining, or you know, or gee, I something at this low mm-hmm. kind of like too low uh, baritone type of range is not. I, I, God, I gotta do something. I gotta figure yeah. something out. I'm not getting the right sound. Inverted. Um, or something. You know, a lot of times when I'm recording now, like I never, you know, in the old days. Uh, in a way, if I if I had trouble like when I first started um, with vocals, I don't know, man. I'd just start <laughs> singing something and hope it works out, right? But now I might be able to say, "Gee, why is this not working?" Yeah, and fix the problem without having to just kind of basically, yeah. I I feel like with with playing guitar and just kind of finding some chords by just fingering some yeah. patterns that are weird that I've never tried before and it sounded okay, and that became a song like. You know, so now you're just singing totally 100% blind by ear and just guessing. And yeah. it's really, you know, throwing shit at the wall. And if it makes a nice pattern, then that's going <laughs> to work out go. great. So, like, now knowing that, gee, you know, the, the chord I'm singing over at that moment is B-flat and, like, the note is also B-flat mm-hmm. or whatever. Or it's tied to it in some way. Um, you know, so now that opens up, like, you can think about what other notes you could sing. Yeah, you could, move you know, from there. I, I, I really appreciate my voice lately more. Like, I used to just be like, ah, I mean, I guess I, you know, I don't think I'm the best singer in the world. I don't think I'm the worst, but um, it's something that Casey was telling me about the other day. It's like about some music video he saw on YouTube, but this guy was saying how it's more rare to be a good singer or to be able to sing even mm-hmm. than a guitarist because, I mean, anybody can, if you have two hands, you can pick it up. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of guitarists. Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, those. those I've those, never heard of them, yeah. but me, man. I know me. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, like, have, like, very, uh, I don't know, just uh, audible styles that you could probably, you know, yeah, probably sure. bad. But, I mean, you know, you can just get two of the most best guitarists ever, Steve Vai, whatever. Uh-huh. And you can have them playing the same guitar, these different sure. guitars, and you it'd probably be hard for you to tell if they're all trying to play the same lick the same, who's playing it differently, if they're all trying to make it sound the same. So if everyone plays the same lick on the on the same piece of gear, you think you have, you're not gonna have any idea who it is? 
Probably not. I mean, I mean, you might, but I'm saying like if they're trying their hardest to trick you, that sounds the same. To where, trick you? Okay, yeah, maybe. They're, like they're sure. trying their hardest to play it just do do do. Whereas a vocalist, I mean, I like you know we could sing the same thing mm. and we could try our hardest to sound the sure. same, but we're not gonna sound the Jimmy same. Jimmy Fallon could. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon have us both pegged. <laughs> or uh, who's the other guy? Oh man. I like that old dude from Mad TV. He used to do a bunch of good impressions. Frank Caliendo. Yes, yes, yes. My dad liked him too a lot. He would always the John Madden. John yeah, Madden's a good one. John Madden. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I but so yeah. Lately, I'm like, man, yeah. I need to just sort of take care of my voice. Try to do scales more. Mm-hmm. You know, do warm ups and try sure. to just take better care of it because you know it's something that you don't need gear to play. You can just do it sure. by yourself. Yeah. Naked in the middle of a field. Well, you can actually, still sing. <laughs> so I was going to say this before, I think, and I forgot that the other thing I noticed, too, is uh, pianists or like when I watch um, uh, uh, like a master class thing, uh-huh. like a piano master class where they students come to a college and one person is like playing a piece he's working on and he'll, mm-hmm. he'll you know, dissect it, whatever. Um, and all the other students watch. Uh, so you can watch some of those things on YouTube and it's almost like a way to just like peer into a college yeah. class for a second right and and i noticed a lot of them will say like no and even though there's two pianos there and they're correcting the student they don't use the piano a lot of times they'll say like it's like ba 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 and they're using their voice to like make you understand like and even encouraging you sing it look sing yeah. it. You know, and a lot of times a lot of people have been given that advice the more i look to like sing along even if you're not a great singer like listen to um this is what kamasi washington the saxophone mm-hmm. his father played and he said dad i think i want to play you know, he heard some jazz album and he's like, yeah, I'm into it. And he was like, all right, well, I'll tell you what, go listen to Charlie Parker. And if you can sing the melody from the tune, any tune and and sing the solo, I'll, I'll teach you. Damn. And so he went and to <laughs> prove that, like, I want to learn. He's yeah. like, Cause then I'll know that you're in tune with the music yeah. and you can hear it. Right. So a lot of people will say if you're learning a solo and you can't get a lick, sing the lick, you know, yeah. and do, instead of just bashing your head against the wall, trying it over and over again, not finding notes on your guitar or whatever piano, sing it and and try to grab that that phrasing that's why again it was tied to that music as a language thing mm-hmm. because then essentially you are thinking that the instruments are you talking and yeah it's voice like and that i think that it does it turns into that communication part the of the brain know. turn on yeah because that's why you see in classical music i think a lot of those phrases that are like a section and like b answer you know mm, yeah like yeah it's always, conversational so yeah. that it's like exactly like a lot of beethoven does that a lot it's almost like different yeah. violins and cellos are talking or whatever or even his own keyboard playing the voice leading of all those chords mm-hmm. and the inner logic is like yeah kind of creating a conversation together of all this stuff so it sounds like a cliche stupid thing to be like, music yeah. is a language <laughs> hey guys day one you know yeah. music theory 101 in college but it is because even like um, that vibraphonist I was talking about, um, Gary Burton, too, had a, had a thing. At, he was at like Loyola College. Mm-hmm. And he was saying also with your soloing, um, a good soloist doesn't need someone to play chords for them for you to hear the chord. Yeah. You know, because he's going to be thinking about each chord as it passes by and and using other notes, but also mainly the meat and potatoes is going to be notes related directly to the chord that's happening. Yeah. So it's like. Um, those type of things that music is a language so if you don't know what notes are supposed to be in the chords which you, you know when I'm it. starting with this stuff with the piano especially in on a guitar happened to me all the time I don't know what the fuck is yeah. happening <laughs> I would have to again I told you like I want to be in one key for a long yeah. time you know um, so 
Um, yeah, that's where now the listener is saying, I don't know what you're saying. It's yeah. like if suddenly I just started making up my own language and stuff in this podcast, right? You'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. So the same thing is like if all these notes don't relate to the chords and you can't hear the progression with just my right hand, then there really is no point in me yeah. with this because it's not already going to be probably that good of a solo. So, um, And that's stuff that you do pick up by ear. Even if you've never played an instrument before in your life, you'd probably notice that some notes I mean, yeah, better. like this is tell people. It's like you've you know music or, you know, people know – like they can just hear a band, and if this band's tight, it's gonna sound good to them mm-hmm. because you've heard all your life like songs on the radio. These, you know, pro bands—they're playing tight. You have extra mixing, whatever. It's just yeah. people know if something sounds good, you know, whether it's whatever the composition is. But just being tight, you know, or watching people watch movies their whole lives. It's like mm. you may not know about how a movie's made, but like sure. you know about movies like just seeing sure. it your whole life you know if a it. scene looks good or not yeah because you'll just be like this scene looks yeah. like shit i saw it in my eyes right you know and that can come down to now now someone that's into film might yeah. definitely say yeah sure the way he zoomed in was awkward or that 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 angle he tried to yeah. use just didn't do it but you know i mean yeah but you're just gonna say ah, whatever i didn't yeah like sometimes i mean yeah you don't have like to know movie. the words and the theory behind things to just but the director know them does yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know and uh and so, like, if Steven Spielberg made a movie and there was, like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe there has to be some kind of point to the yeah. end of this movie or something, but whatever, like. Um, you ever think about doing, like, music video stuff more um, than just, like, you know what I really con- think concept cool. stuff? I think it would be really cool, and I don't know if this exists or whatever, uh-huh. just whatever. Um, I, I've vaguely fucked around with, like, the VR headset for, like, two seconds. I was always wondering, what if there was, like, these type of things where it's, like, you could put that on, hear the music, and either there's a video that could be the people playing, you know, mm-hmm. or it could be whatever, some artsy type of more visual thing yeah. that you could like be inside while you listen to it, which is like that's going to be the next know, level for sure. I think that would be so cool to like imagine. You know, I I, I have that came with my um, like some Android phone I got a long time ago, like a 360 camera, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that would work, and I don't think that I will be able to. Do that. Yeah. But if anyone would like to steal this idea, take it. The 360 camera, like, I think you can turn the videos, like, you know, like a video that you could, like, yeah. turn and see. Like, you know, people do, um, um, like, Jacob Collier has done some videos like that where he's, like, basically done with Final Cut Pro a way that you can, like, put yourself in the same, like, if you go to the, look up Hideaway by him, you'll see he, like, appears in his same room in different spots. Now, I don't really, like, know how to do that, and I don't think I care enough to do it, but it looks cool. This one? Yeah. But if you could maybe even turn this and see, like, even more. See, like, I mean, I don't really know. I think that's, like, a very complicated thing that I don't even know if my computer could handle. <laughs> but so That's pretty simple. You just can't move the camera at all. Yeah. You can't move the camera, and then your layers have to be... You know, like, since he's on the front, you want that on the top. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to, like, he's, like, masking himself. But yeah. see, from him, like, moving in front of him a lot, that's probably, like, an After Effects mask, maybe, so that mm. it's, like, moving with him. See, it's, these are cool, but I feel like the hassle yeah. to me is not worth it because it's really getting away... M- music from the music to now I'm like doing complicated video like I really just drag those boxes into Final Cut more or less yeah and like sometimes I'll do like a background image or something just so there's is something else for people to look at if I'm boring you with my music which I'm yeah. already <laughs> apologize for but I'm sure it can happen see this is a 360 see so here's mm-hmm. kind of that idea see but it's all it might be all CGI I don't know 
So like if you actually had a VR headset, you could look around. Yeah, that's that's a really uh huh. I I like those. That's kind of interesting. Like now, I mean, in theory, maybe even as a musician, you would prefer people be listening to music and not clicking around. And yeah, being like, <laughs> yeah. But there's no, you know, there. I mean, I think those interactive things are are cool though. Like why I? Yeah, it's just kind of like you know, uh, like it's mixed media. Yeah, you know, it's like adding audio to video. You're just adding this new layer of video that we're kind of, you know, in the early teen yeah. years of right now, like still trying to figure out. I mean, some of the, v- the VR headsets are getting better, but you kind of still know, you know. Because I will say I did not, you know, start making videos intending to be, you know, Steven Spielberg yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to play my music yeah, and I just, just thought, well, this would be a cool extra thing. Like I was putting it on YouTube, not Spotify at first because it's no distribution yeah. or anything. And I thought, do you really want to click on a YouTube video and listen to a random song or even if like whatever, you know me a little bit, like you want to say, gee, I'll go check mm-hmm. out this picture for a while and listen to this thing. You know, maybe in general for a video, you know, if it's not too much of an extra hassle, it'd be cool. To yeah, just it adds here. a little bit more. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's like someone I know that maybe doesn't listen to any music uh, that's not like made strictly 100% with a computer, you could see like guitar and stuff, yeah. you know. Um you know, like what a uh, Rick Beato or something. You said you yeah, watched him too, I've right? Seen some of his stuff, uh, yeah. Recently said, like, whatever. He watched the whole Grammys. Like, I never did. But, you know, he said, like, John Mayer was the only person that even had a guitar. And probably because he's like a long, <laughs> you know, he's like grandfathered in. Yeah. It's like, it's okay for you to bring your guitar yeah. over here, you know? Um, so, you know, I mean, whatever. If someone just is like, oh, I didn't even, you know, to them, right? Like, for me, it's like, wow, I love music. I love listening to people play mm-hmm. and appreciating great players. And, you know, but for them, it's like, whatever, maybe a song is just a little tune they hear once. Yeah, and that's it. Right. So like maybe for them, they see for a few seconds that I was playing a guitar and that's pretty cool. And they thought that was cool. Or, yeah. Great. You know, whatever. So as long as it's not, I like, mean, your video is very like, that's when I first saw just like mm-hmm. on Instagram, I saw it pop up. That's what was cool is because I saw, you know, all the yeah. different, you know, boxes. And I was like, oh, they're doing it all. It's like, you know what happens to me? It's like. Because I wouldn't have known that if that image wasn't there. Sure, and you would just think, and you could even think if you hear the drums that they're programmed. Because yeah. I see all types of guitarists playing those neural DSP mm. <laughs> by the way, which guys, you can compensate me for. No. <laughs> um, they, uh, they use like the, actually the same kits I'm using though, but mm. like programmed, right? And, and so, I mean, if I do that, then it's like, and I, and I bothered to play it. Like, in a way, maybe it was, like, a dumbass waste of time. <laughs> I mean, really, if people are just listening to the final product yeah. and, you know, they don't know how it's how it's made and so you just hear, like, perfect-sounding, amazing drumming, then, I mean, that's that's about that. But in a way, if I hear perfect-sounding, amazing drumming and, and I don't see anybody doing it, then for sure I'm going to say it's a library and it's programmed. Yeah. So since I played it, it was like, and I'm uploading it to YouTube. Like, can I make, can, is this possible? How do yeah. I, mean, I don't know anything about, you know, I, I ended up realizing like iMovie wasn't going to let me do boxes to do mm. like more than an Instagram video of just me playing yeah. guitar, right? Um, so it started with, right, like one square in, in iMovie and bouncing my, my logic file out and syncing it with the camera video, right? Um, and then it became like, well, could I do that? Like, with a drum set yeah I, you know and then i realized like i didn't even have the electronic kit yet or anything i just was playing on a, on a midi controller like drums into oh nice it. yeah right and essentially doing what people do like programming yeah. the thing i mean i i kind of just in a way i i, I would just 
play it in right whatever and even like leave yeah it. i used to just use not the really even probably quantize keyboard. it yeah. or whatever and just like leave it i didn't even know how to quantize for a long time and oh, i was dang. like making a it's better not like to, trap man. beats one yeah but you know what when i was trying to sometimes like i'll just make like a trap beat for fun you know yeah. i'm just like whoa this shit really bumps yeah. like okay <laughs> you know um like yeah you know, now I'm like, oh shit, I can, I can hit, I, I would always be like, I can't play a loop <laughs> that's like perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect, you know? So I'm like. Oh, for that stuff, for yeah, that you have to, thing, you have I'm to like, have it like I can't get the tight, sound yeah. by hand. And, and so I was like, how the fuck, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, then I realized like, hit, it's actually a button that's labeled Q. So who knew yeah. that, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. exactly rocket science, see? It's never that complicated, folks. Dang. But that's why the same thing. It's like, what are the notes in the D major triad? Yeah. It's like D, F sharp, and A. It's like, but as a teenager, I would have said, I don't know. Yeah. I could play a D Who chord. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but I know the shape of that D chord and that it's called D. Like, yeah. You know, it doesn't, like, means nothing really in a way though. So, yeah. I'm more of Button a D minor guy. That's true. I fucking major keys, man. Goosebumps. Though. Goosebumps theme song. D minor. Although major is better now that I guess, like you need major chords, <laughs> but yeah. there's not too many of them. Well, so yeah, you need, you need the major to know that the minors are minor. Or also in a way... Now with like ex- extending chords and stuff like now major seven oh now yeah like now even moody. as a teenager like I knew a major seven chord but just the shape again I couldn't tell you yeah. you know it's like so that would always be like yeah that's a nice sound minor seven you know but even extending it even further like um yeah major seven I'm I'm a big fan of major it's seven. nice on, on guitar some of those like simple voicings and stuff um are, are real nice you know what I like to do actually too would be like play like let's say um you know like that real basic bar one. Like play that on like uh, with like D as the bass note, so that on guitar you use that like that E as an open string. Mm. Like again, I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. I always thought like that spot is nice because you get that open string, and you know. So I mean, really, it's just now you're just adding the ninth to it. But yeah, you know, again, <laughs> see, it's like it's not a mysterious thing that's yeah. exciting for me. I like that where it's no, like, I, I yeah, I, I love the theory. I, I, I have this like, book um, that my brother because he went to college uh-huh. for music for a little bit. Yeah. So I got like his uh, hand-me-down books, and I was getting into it for a while, and like, you know, doing all the homework in it too, uh-huh. like doing these little things and looking in the back and stuff. And I mean, it's fun, man. It's like, yeah, it just kind of well opens it wasn't your when eyes. I tried to, it the yeah. first time. <laughs> yeah, in school. no, definitely. I definitely flunked out and switched to art because drawing pictures was easier. But <laughs> yeah, I almost flunked out of band probably. I, I remember the the days that we had auditions for like you know uh-huh. what you're gonna be in in the next year, which band yeah. or like what chair you are. There were a couple auditions where. They're like, oh shit! It's like auditions are today. That stuff helps too. You know, a lot of I, 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 you know, a lot of my friends like in New York had like I played in band for like yeah. a little while, and it gave it de- me some foundational good. Helped, like yeah. you have to know like a, what a what a yeah. chord is and stuff to play in the band right with everybody. So like, but I didn't know that theory stuff though. That was like, well, yeah, a lot of people even still they say even like professional classical pianists yeah. might just be like great players and not know anything about like Beethoven's going to like, yeah. you know, the subdominant here. It's <laughs> yeah. like, whatever. So it can only be so much of, you know, your brain power can be used for yeah certain things. And so. I think some people get turned off by theory because of the way people, it, it makes like, it like a chore almost. Well, for some people. I think it's more when people use it as therefore the right answer was this. Yeah. And you didn't because that's not the point. The point is to be able to like, say to another musician or something like what something is or, or just know for yourself what something is and communicate it right like notes only have a name for that reason because they're only sounds they don't really have yeah. names, but it's just a way to understand so that like now that a sound has a name you can kind of recognize it more in songs when you hear it and say oh he just kind of basically just played mm-hmm. like a major like 
a seven arpeggio on his guitar. You know, I just heard it. And, you know, because it has a name. But now you would just have to say, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe if I picked it up and tried yeah. to work it out by ear, I'd grab it. But then even if you learn it, now you do only know that song because, mm-hmm. like, you might a little bit osmosis still. But yeah. I mean, in a way, it's like you can get more out of it to say, like, I can I've been playing, you know, that that like I said, that Deer Hunter song. I've been playing that since I first ever heard that band, I'm sure, for like, you know, a long time now. Mm-hmm. But I'd never on guitar. I would just like like go to like ultimate guitar and be like you know <laughs> yeah. there's a sheet that somebody already did like that annoying bullshit for me and said yeah. just play a g chord man don't like buy bullshit and then you'll sing the notes and they'll work and you'll play the song and have you so, thrown any of your stuff on ultimate guitar your tabs my tabs because no. <laughs> i first of all like again like i didn't like learning stuff by ear i just yeah. wanted to like improvise so like um you know i would learn nothing by you so I, that's why i even realized like i'm a little weak in that area and like it, yeah. it, you know i need to kind of like that's why i spent some more time like grabbing lines from like mm. jazz players and stuff and trying to get myself really in that mode of like you know um i had sometimes on guitar been like uh trying to grab a little melody and you know and having him sitting there like hitting the key as on like a teenager yeah. like what you know come on <laughs> it's, it's this thing what are you talking about it's a simple melody like and that's the weird thing is like exactly sometimes like i couldn't do like real easy stuff that you should know but like mm. but like just you know go through a scale and be like and fly up the whole you know or whatever uh or still somehow like write a song that i mean nobody's ever heard it so maybe you know anybody else yeah. will say fucking shit sucked <laughs> but you know i mean there were like reasons i was like okay you know i noticed like when i look back at my old songs and say like oh like there's a dominant seven chord that that is the five chord of of the chord it's going to the next chord it's like the appropriate thing to do yeah and i did it because i said but this is like the naive way I went about it. I'm like, this is like like uh, the, the turnaround. And like at the end of it, there should be something just like strong so that you know that that part's over. You know, yeah. it's like, again, it's like literally it is the function of a dominant chord. But like it has you thinking in a different I way. I found it like a caveman. Like I, it would be like if, if civilization was destroyed and people have to refine the wheel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I did all that effort probably <laughs> to, to realize that it's just a dominant seven chord. You know, uh. it's like, um, and and even then, I wouldn't have had any idea what to do besides to just play that one chord. And then you know, so, um, but yeah, sure, your ear knows, you know, already pretty much what to do. Like, yeah, I did a song that was like, I think I even took it down because it was stupid. Actually, original. Uh, yeah, it was it was a while. It was actually the day Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Mm. I was working on it, and then uh, you know, my phone started going with people being like, Kobe Bryant died. Oh, I'm like, oh shit. Um. You know, I, I like basketball and stuff, and I was a big Kobe fan. So I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, that shit sucks. Um, so it was like a, it was like kind of like I did do like early, like I was learning about like what um, like a, a two five one is in, in like as well. A is a chord progression, but B that it's like very important in jazz. And yeah, you should know them right. So I, I, I kind of came up with this thing where I wasn't good enough really to play like a piano solo so I mm-hmm. just kind of played a little thing on guitar then I did like a I, I made it like the choruses were like a trap beat mm. <laughs> no, so it was like jazz and then it just went boom and like an 808 hit and right and this yeah. is like when I was first making videos so I was really thinking like less about like uh, the piano and that type of stuff and more just about like experimenting and trying yeah, things I hadn't just done having fun and yeah and I because I, I was just mostly thinking of myself as like a guitarist that was starting to feel a little like I want to just I don't know make French some other stuff bit, yeah. yeah and um, so I played stuff though at the end that like it wasn't improvised mm-hmm. but it was like a thing I worked out over these different two five ones 
um, that I like very <laughs> painstakingly yeah. mapped out. Though it was <laughs> not like like Keith Jarrett does or something where he just sits down. So um, and yeah, for the most part, honestly, when I look back at like vaguely what I remember myself mm-hmm. playing, I'm like, I think there was actually some pretty good stuff in there that yeah. like nobody really told me. It just was like I was trying to make it sound good. And well, sometimes that simple stuff is tones, like it's yeah. so good, man. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Like if if like even I find myself. I hear old stuff I played and it sounds so shitty, the playing and uh-huh. everything, but it's just, I I love that. Like, it's just, yeah. it's a very raw, I guess is uh-huh. the word. And like Kanye West will sing sometimes on his songs. Mm-hmm. And I love when he doesn't put the auto tune on it and like his singing isn't the best and it's yeah. kind of like out of tune and shaky. Sure. But it's like, I love that because it's just, there's something raw about it. That's just, it's not, so precise and exact and of course you know some of my old demos they can be uh, sharpened but the, yeah there's something about just that raw you know uh novice songwriting mm. that i don't know it's well, nice to go back to and listen like, to you know that's an interesting thing like how do you do you find do you think that that's like do you listen to a lot of contemporary music first of all or not no, so much not really do you find that that's like missing a little bit with the technology making things like uh melodyne and auto tune yeah yeah i mean even when like one of the first times we recorded the demo the dude like put auto tune and i heard it and i was like what are you doing sure because do you i mean did you feel like you didn't even really sound like yourself as much like i don't know With the auto tune yeah because i don't know how to gauge that like did you I just, feel like it, it sounded like a robot like i just heard bit. i heard it and it was like did you you listen to the new tool album yes did you like it because overall, I found it a little. I ha- I didn't listen to. I haven't like heard enough of their stuff to sure. be able to differentiate it. But something I noticed was I feel like modern vocal production, letting thirteen years pass by, didn't make me like Maynard's voice more. Mm. I w- went back and I would listen to like Lateralis, and I hear him drift slightly off pitch in places at the yeah. end of phrases. You know, and stuff, and like the double isn't like perfect because it's a double. Yeah, and it's to tape, um, and yeah, and to it me he sounds and like later it sounded overproduced to me. I felt like the songs they just did their same exact style but like longer song, like they mm-hmm. just jammed longer, which is almost like if they jam mm-hmm. right and then loosely pull the structure together, it feels like they just maybe didn't cut as many sections as they would have in the yeah. past or something. You know, it's like I don't know. It just didn't really like uh, do anything for me the same way like and uh, ten thousand days. Yeah, you know, like that's Anima the ten thousand days is probably the only album I've listened to like more, like the pot and four six or whatever that one is called forty six. Oh, forty six and two, yeah. Like those are the two ones that I just listened to. But the pot, I fucking I ran that song into the ground. I dude. thought <laughs> for me, like uh, at like eighteen and stuff, when I mm-hmm. was like even like in like a metal band, like Lateralis was one of my favorite albums. I loved like the grudge, the way it started off, and just everything, like all those songs, um, the the time signatures. I, I love those those type of, um, you know, kind of like we we're saying with the fast playing though. I I like like seven eight you know like uh, like a five type of feel. Some of the like you know I'm playing in like twenty nine seventeen and it's like an irrational time signature yeah. <laughs> with like nested tuplets in there and yeah. stuff. It's all like all right we got a little you know like I don't know like Dillinger escape plan in a way or mm. something like like super math like that 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 yeah. It's more of just all like, over the. There's, there's like, not a groove as it's much. It's so spastic. It's yeah. like to me like seven. That's why I was saying there's a, a song on that on that uh, Kamasi Washington 
thing called the Magnificent Seven that's in seven eight. Great, it's like it has such a nice flow. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for all these lines to go, but it's a little bit weird, right? Because that like missing beat. So, um, you know, stuff like that, like the the over the top shit, I could I could live without. Let me see where we're at. Yeah, I like skipped a little area, so it's not exactly two hours and mm-hmm. thirty. But is that about? what these are is this like yeah i've been like, doing like two hours or cool. so so we're, we're just about hit it i mean this problem this might be the lo- the longest one because i'm not gonna have to cut out like 30 minutes for me like drunken rambling about it's so funny i was like having to listen back to it and it was so painful because i could just hear myself i mean i'm just like a i'm a fast drinker so like whatever's in front <laughs> uh-huh. of me i'll just yeah. drink it fast so you can just hear me progressively like the slurs and then the volume, like, hey, well, wait, listen. And that's how my wife was like, she's like, yeah, that's how I knew you were getting drunk because I heard, like, you just yell, start yelling. And I was like, ah. Oh. But we, we had a good time, though, man. So it's. Uh, that's kind of what I do with, like, the open mic sometimes. It's like, just like. Get a little buzz going. Get a nice buzz, <laughs> a nice buzz going. And then go up there and just play some acoustic guitar no, instead of, like, whatever yeah. serious piano stuff yeah, I was working stressing on. About now it I'm just bit. like, yeah, I kind of forgot the words because I didn't practice yeah. this shit. And this is not what I've been working on. And, you know, sometimes I've even done stuff like I just started playing something and I started singing random words. And I'm just like, yeah. right, whatever. <laughs> what you going like, to get what you get. I actually was thinking kind of about, like, Keith Jarrett. I'm like, do you have the balls right now to just go yeah. and have no plan and be like, I'm just going to start playing yeah, a chord yeah. and sing something? And some make some people might find it interesting. It's like, damn, what is that well <laughs> like the same thing with like uh the piano thing is cool because it's like i mean truly like now who the fuck knows what's happening no. and i i think for a musician i don't know if you like that but that's an element i guess if if we're kind of getting near the end here and i should maybe you know slightly try to be like hey listen to it instead <laughs> of like don't um you know with with the new song part of what i did is is like find those kind of uh places for improvisation in the structure because i really truly the reason in a lot of ways sometimes i cut corners with theory is more even liking improvisation and so why i like those type of players and stuff is um i just think there's something really potent about being able to make music right now because sometimes you 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 just do something right and it's like wow that's so much better than if i would have sat there and said well, why have a formula and, like, for it? Right? Yeah, it's, it feels like it's so you know it makes the music more free and like and like it's more alive and you know uh, and entertaining. I mean, do you really like? I wouldn't want to go see in a way my favorite guitarist you know play the the studio solo exactly. Maybe yeah. pick a few licks that are like you know maybe important to to, to the solo or mm-hmm. whatever, like very um, landmarks and stuff, and then kind of find your way. So that's what I'll kind of do is like you know if this is a verse, great, but maybe at the end of it there's a little section for the bass to go off. Maybe yeah, there's a plot for it. You I'm know. trying to do more of that. That's it's a um, nice yeah. touch, man. Like to just because it, it you know I I feel like in a way from some perspective somebody might say a little too much happened there. I found it a little confusing and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And um. You know, I'm okay with that because, you know, that's the point of music, right? There's Then there's millions and billions of things and then you'll yeah. find whatever it is that you want to hear. And so I just want to, you know, um, kind of, I guess, even break myself from sometimes from yeah. that type of stuff, right? I mean, anybody, we're all human, so we're all going to think, right? Like, will people like this? But I don't know. You can't really I'm sure I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Oh yeah, I'm not uh I'm not being a brown noser here, but yeah, uh-huh. I like the stuff you put out so far. Like I said, one yeah, thank you. one of them gave me a vibe, like some Halo vibes, like feeling like I'm uh-huh. in space or like on this weird space planet and I can really hear like all the influences, especially mm-hmm. like 
some of the prog like you know yes tool stuff yeah. like that so, so there's just i i do feel that like more of that happened and and it happened better than it has you know? <laughs> so that's good i mean i, I guess oh, yeah. i should feel that way but um i i um you know if you, if you like that stuff then i yeah i think you'll cool. agree that um you know i i took some of that that new stuff and that extra especially the 88 keys and yeah. stuff and Dang. and found some stuff that i'm happy with found some places to add things that are like um you know like i said about steve howe too because mm-hmm. i want to also do that that um that yes song um you know, I was recently realizing like he he's a big fan of like uh, Wes Montgomery, who's a jazz guitarist that I, I really like. Mm-hmm. He plays very just like perf, you know, like just great melodic lines, mm-hmm. like really just nice player, like not overly flashy, nice tone, um, good stuff. So uh, I realized that I'm like, yeah, you know, in those yes songs, he's basically sometimes like he's playing a jazz guitar first mm-hmm. of all. He's playing like that that Gibson archtop with the the hollow body. Hollow body, yeah. And he's playing like kind of vaguely a little bit like kind of with some some kind of like swing feel and some like mm-hmm. chromatic stuff and playing like fusion almost yeah. in a rock band. And I realized like I recently got um, actually for Christmas, I kind of got some Yes and Genesis and, and stuff. Um, some vinyls or what? Uh, Actually, the Genesis CDs. I've had for years, but uh, my dad got me a couple of Yes albums in, with this like 5.1 surround sound. Uh, oh, damn, nice. You know, uh, we were listening um, through, like, you know, his surround sound setup or whatever to these old Genesis albums I had, um, like a, a box set of the early 70s, the, the real prog stuff. Mm-hmm. That is really the only stuff I like. <laughs> and uh, and, it, and it comes with a DVD that has the surround sound, right? And so it's a new mix and totally, Damn. it was, like, amazing, right? And I was really, again, like, right before I get into doing these songs, like, yeah. hear something like that, like, really inspiring stuff to, like, you know, almost feel like you're, like, sitting, like, right next to the drum kit or something right you know and like real great clarity and all these reverbs and stuff you can hear all the the parts and stuff um so um what what was i you're gonna do 5.1 mix no i'm not (laughs) i don't even know anything about that um that oh i guess i went back and i I was re-listening to his you know his guitar yeah i was thinking man this is like incredible stuff i I really like influence you on the main stuff because i used to play a lot with a volume pedal Mm -hmm. um which he does you Mm -hmm. know like you ever hear some of those like uh long (laughs) songs they have they're like 20 minutes long and it's like ambient sections Mm -hmm. like he'll play like slide guitar like um there's a song called The Gates of Delirium that's like 20 minutes long, but at the end of it, there's like five minutes or so that's like a nice section with just the slide guitar and, and Damn. stuff. Uh, I need to go back and listen. Really I, cool. I'm not, he I'm plays not... like every guitar style. That's the cool Damn. thing, you know? And I'm he trying says to get it. into that slide oh, guitar. Oh, that was my point. Now I remember. I'm so sorry. The booklet uh, in there. Remember how like, you know, we'd read CDs? Yeah, yeah. I was doing that again because I'm like, fuck, I got the nice. CD. I'm reading the like the Close to the Edge booklet or something like that. And and the singer, John Anderson, was saying at the time he was listening to a lot of, um, I think, like classical music, like Stravinsky and stuff like symphonies and being interested in making their rock songs like 20 minutes long mm-hmm. now so that it's like has sections and like movements like classical music. Yeah. And that the guitarist was even saying me and the drummer, big jazz fans. And we felt like the band was nice to let us almost like play jazz guitar in yeah. a rock band. And I thought, yeah, that really like from his own mouth in a way, that's kind of what he was doing. That's why he had like a cool style that like, you didn't really hear people in rock doing. Bands, yeah. Like play licks that weren't like blues at the seventies. You know I mean? Now I'm sure that's the most complex yeah. thing. Well, everyone's like, Oh, you know, whatever, all the, the metal, <laughs> the prog metal stuff and stuff. Yeah. Um, people now are, are really into that. Um, you know, on Instagram, you can find, I'm sure every not, scale and arpeggio yeah. that you could possibly name. 
So it's not all pentatonic. Yeah. So, but back then, right? So you're like, who the fuck is this guy playing all these lines? Yeah. And where did they come from? And I guess apparently, like he said, like you know, you kind of Damn. was trying to like they would take the singer's songs that are like just strumming my yeah. piece of guitar and now say, okay, we're gonna divide the notes of those chords up across these instruments and stuff. And everybody's like, the bass player Damn. from that band is so fuck. You know, Chris Squire is is an amazing bass player. He played crazy lines. They're they're a trio, right? Uh, so were they or no? No, they they had a, a drummer, and the guitarist, the bass player, and a keyboard player, and then the singer. Mm. Um, so the keyboard player is probably my least favorite from those like big seventies <laughs> yeah. bands. But I like you know Rick Wakeman's yeah. very good. He is. I mean, he Gets plays. Job done. Yeah, he I plays. Mean, no, he plays classical music, especially on that one stuff, the word, uh, the globe one. With the, with the roundabout, there's some mm. like some cool piano stuff on that that I yeah. like. Yeah, but I think Steve Howe really is to me more the more like what made yes something I listened to as a teenager, especially I guess. Yeah, being into guitar, but um, you know, for the prog people, as far as keyboardist goes, I guess Keith Emerson is like the gold mm. standard. But I like the the dude from Genesis. He he even but from his own thing, he's like I'm not a player like that. But I, I yeah. like his lines. He plays really good stuff, and it's not easy. So I don't know what he's really talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just being self deprecating, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I agree. I guess my dad would say that like if you see him live, a lot of those parts aren't like improvised solos. They're yeah. like a line that's meant for the song, but. Uh, I don't know, maybe they just go so deep into my childhood yeah. that, like, you know, to me, they sound like the the right notes, right? Where maybe Keith Emerson I need to listen to more of that. I haven't really dove into... Um, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. that. You know what? That's, like, the songs he plays all the time, the ones that I, I really feel like, again, as a kid, for some reason, I was almost like, uh, I don't know again found the whole music thing like yeah. people would ask you what kind of music do you like i, I, I don't really you know whatever leave me alone like <laughs> in so sync i didn't really want to ask for my school. own cds so much or anything yeah. or if i by the time i did want them when i got a little older you know from really young like now 11 12 i yeah. wanted like punk stuff with like you know cursing that i wasn't even sure at the time if i was like gonna be allowed you know so then i had to have like my friends burn them for me and but that's that's what i'm looking forward bag. to you is your your return to punk and metal songs oh yeah I mean, I've thought about it. Cause yeah, sure. your stuff, your stuff hasn't been too much like that. The stuff I've heard, uh-huh. but well, this is not <laughs> no. either coming up. But uh, down the line, I've thought about it because um, it's I, nice to jump genres. Yeah, that's like my favorite thing to do. I'll do like a Michael Jackson song and then like a Death from Above, like punk song. It's, you know, I used to, and especially when I was only playing guitar, I used to do that more. Yeah, I would break out like that. I showed you that eight string, right? It's probably because you're into the piano, and it's like I used to pull out the eight string sometimes and thing. just go like, or just like whatever sweep over over a part like that, and just be like, because it's very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, I still like you. Ever listen to Mashuga? Yeah, not I a lot, but like love I, I, I still will. Whenever I hear it, it's like hell yeah. That's like my main. If there was like one metal band, you said you only keep one forever. That that's the one that I'll listen to probably because that's I like the think, best. Like I feel like that's the heart of a metal song. Like because Metallica is metal, but it's not like Meshuggah metal yeah. to where like what you think of like your stereotypical you know like metal song. It's just. It it has I don't know it just definitely feels like the essence to of... me it's 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 like first of all I used to listen as a as a teenager too uh-huh. a lot of the shredding stuff comes I used to like for some reason death metal mm-hmm. <laughs> like extreme death metal like uh, something like I don't know like uh, 
Well, there was a band called Necrophagist mm-hmm. that I still also would say that guitarist is still to this day. I've never heard anybody play sweeps like that or anything. Like, I think they were so clean and so precise. Um, there was, there was, he had like two, only two albums or something. And then I don't know. He stopped making music. He was just yeah. like, whatever, something. Um, but man, he was like the <laughs> sickest metal guitarist. It was like fucking crazy. I just listened to that recently too. And I was like, it still holds up. Necrophage? Man. Necrophagist. Yeah, the guitarist name was something like Mohammed Sweechmez or something Damn. like that. Like if you look, if you find like some of the songs, um, there was a song called um, "Only Ash Remains" that I used mm. to listen to. Like, <laughs> no, it starts with this like immediate Crazy guitar thing, thing yeah. so that's why it probably stood out to me as as a kid. I tried to learn some of it, and I was like, I don't know. Damn. Actually, one of the, that like um, that minor like real generic minor kind of sweet picking arpeggio mm-hmm. that I still use all the time. I, I catch hey man, one of those. Some, sometimes those cheap tricks <laughs> come in you handy. Know, I really, there's a, there's a jazz guitarist I like named Joe pass. And I found some video of him recently and it got me kind of back into the guitar. Like, uh, right before the year turned right mm-hmm. January, right? I did like a jazz thing on Instagram where I just played for like a minute over some, I think like, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Just some changes. And I just, I just played some guitar and I was just thinking like fast, like yeah. bop type of stuff like Charlie Parker or whatever, mm-hmm. like, um, that, but, um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get to that point. Like my brain's like, I, uh, I, I need my third cup of coffee here. In a um, second. anyway, so that well, happened. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on today, yeah, man. No problem. Like, it's been fun. Like, <laughs> actually meeting you and not doing yeah. the whole zoom thing uh-huh. and stuff but i'm gonna be looking out for that song i'll, I'll throw links in here sure. uh i'll put links to your spotify or youtube definitely check it out uh anything else you want to plug see any song um yeah i mean this week um, i'm gonna finish that song and next week i'm gonna do the steve howe kind of classical guitar thing and then i'm gonna do other crazy shit that's floating around nice. in my brain that i have <laughs> oh, ideas yeah. for it and uh and keep practicing cool. get better at the keyboards well, yeah. Ne- next time we should. Uh, I'll get Joseph in here. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to get him on one of them, cause the one like two or three ago, like the first one I did in this office, we had two uh-huh. dudes from this punk band, Hans Group and the Diehards, and it was a nice like and a triangle energy. It was just like pow, 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 pow. Mm. It's, it's cool. So definitely get him on next time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, maybe we can jam one day. I'm not much of a jammer, but. No, nah, yeah, but we could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be cool. Awesome. You don't, you don't like the jam? <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm not good at it. That's uh-huh. why. You I, like, well, oh, I, you like, yeah, you like to like compose. The yeah, piece I like, just learned the pentatonic, so I'm more, t- I'm actually would be more to jamming lately. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, n- now I hear people shitting on the pentatonic, so now I'm all embarrassed. Like, I just like figured out the blues uh-huh. soloing. So, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to jam or something. Uh huh. So, yeah. One day. Yeah. Well, cool, man. And Thanks I for coming mean, on. You know. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll throw it up. Peace.